This is Meltcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Meltology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming comics jam dates are September 15th, 2015, which is one year anniversary for Meltology. October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Meltology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore Thology on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a box, Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt You, the school at Meltdown where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include creating comics, drawing comics for kids, and the art of inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to MeltComics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to ComicFix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, The Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed. And two new podcasts coming soon. Pod Sequentialism. And On Some Hip Hop Shit. Explicative. That starts with, I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom. That's Digital Lizards of Doom. Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. Meltdown Comics and EMET Comics invite you to come celebrate empowered women, female creators, and bold news stories. That is September 16th of this year, 2015, at 7 p.m. A little bit about EMET Comics. EMET Comics is a publishing company creating content about a new generation of female protagonists. Intelligent, flawed, and not afraid to ruffle a few feathers, we recognize the lack of diversity still prevalent in media and join the movement to change it, not just by telling stories about relatable women, but by giving female writers and artists a platform to express their unique perspectives on history, literature, and the world we live in. That's that. That's it. Garbage. Hey, welcome to Melcats 3.0. This is uh, Eddie, Aristotle, Jeanette, Derek, and joining us from the Zine world is Chuck. Hi, CEO of Zines. CEO of Zines, uh, Lord and Commander of Zines. 
That is correct. <laughs> zine, style, uh, zine time continuum. <laughs> but we'll be interviewing Chuck later on in the episode. But we'll be th- 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 this week, we're yeah. starting with books. books. Yeah. The oh, picks yes. of the week. Chuck's going to sit of the week. That was Chuck's, so epic. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I like that. It feels like I won at like Street Fighter or something. <laughs> yeah, it took it me a long time. Picks of the week. Yeah. Is that you playing the drums? That's me playing the drums on GarageBand. Okay. <laughs> He's Great really job. good at cool. that and live drums. Mm-hmm. In fact, we found out that I've only uh, me, Aristotle, and Chuck are all drummers. It's true. Wow. Really? Yeah. In the same way that you guys all snuck up on me as. Cancers, You're you guys, are, you two are going to get as, drummed as like to stick, death. <laughs> we, stick, stick yeah. brothers. We kind of have a drum semicircle going right okay. now. Yeah, that sounds really uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I sorry. Just a semicircle. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like it's a, yeah. a, a drum triangle, a drum, yeah. a drum crescent moon. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I had a different voice, this could be. I feel like if I was moderating that differently, it would have been like an episode of NPR where it's like, and now these three brothers from different <laughs> drumming mothers, <laughs> different yeah. drumming mothers. Did you guys? Oh did you God. ever like? Were you ever an, anywhere with your mom and she was like, "Stop drumming," like you just like because I'd have like we'd be waiting in a waiting room and I'd just be doing the drumming on your lap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and tons of people in the waiting room, and then my mom would just be like, "Stop," no. and like sh- do it, and then just no. I don't know. I was I, I was one of the uncontrollable drummers, and then <laughs> and then they they successfully Street. like clockwork oranged me and got me to stop, and what? then and thus I just didn't want to drum like in band in school. It's like before you couldn't stop me drumming, and then. I have to do that to myself because I will drum with my fingers on my steering wheel, but I've been doing it so long that my fingernails hurt. The tips of my fingers hurt, so when I start doing it, I have to tell myself to stop. I love that Chuck it. is looking at both of you like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Oh, I guess I was <laughs> the, like, I'm a drummer and I You're don't the normal this. drummer. I pick up I my sticks know. and I drum. That's, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. So no, picks of the is. week, though. Yeah. <laughs> play, play the intro again? Oh, hold on. Damn it, my phone is locking. You'll be hearing that in the rest of the episode. <laughs> picks of the week. So, introducing Chuck to um, basically what we bring to the table during Picks of the Week, we have uh, a book for new readers, which is usually a number one or a book that's just good jumping on point. Uh, and then we have uh, the um, ongoing books that either we've mentioned before on the podcast or um, just in our own reading. We go, I haven't talked about this yet, but it hit a really high point in our in our book so we each have two picks you can pull from my pile here if you like oh sure um who wants to start oh okay uh i'll go first uh yay uh we do number ones yeah okay uh i read deadpool versus thanos um i don't read a whole lot of deadpool books uh but i do enjoy thanos you're one of the few yeah i step foot here in meltdown I mean, like I, 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 I what? It's you're like no, everybody you're looking at Deadpool. me like, oh, don't say like, that about Deadpool being so popular. No, he's like he's like. Yeah. It's, 
<laughs> it's a shots fired. Popularity it's... shots fired. Uh, My phone um, is locked. No, he's. I mean, he's he's cool. It's just uh, I can only read so much of him. Like there was a, a run. I think it was like the second second volume run that they did uh, of his like ongoing that was really good. Dan um, Slot, right? No, not or, the that wasn't Dan Slot. Oh, it was. Uh, I don't know. I so really enjoyed. I think it was Daniel Way. Daniel you, Way. You yeah, you sort of keep him at arm's length so that you can enjoy him because it just, it everyone just depends gushes. on the writer. Like I feel like after after a certain point they they just went really like, well, but he's really funny, and it's like oh, mm-hmm. okay, I get, I get it. Yeah, and it's like, what is he really? Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he definitely has his situations where he's very funny. Like I said in an, the other pod or another yeah. episode, I really love him in Deadpool versus Cable. Like that's my oh, yeah. favorite story of Deadpool because they like play off each other so well. Cable yeah, that series is really good. Yeah. Cable seems like he'd be a good straight man. Yeah, yeah, and he's and, and then, then he's he's in this issue too. Like he steals one of like uh, Cable's like spaceships to go fight Thanos. So what happens yeah. in this issue? So the uh, the premise of the issue is that uh, he's trying to impress uh, the Avengers, and in doing so, sneaks onto this like secret island that Doctor Doom has, that he's relaxing in this robe, and he's got like nothing but his mask on, and he shoots him with a shotgun in, like in the chest. Uh, Doctor <laughs> Doom doesn't die, uh, and so he then goes to find out why that is, uh, which is, is that the rules of death have stopped applying to people. Is this um, during so Secret Wars or just no? This not? is completely separate continuity, okay. or oh. con- not continuity, but I mean, you know, yeah. it, it's its own thing. Um, so Doctor Doom isn't ruling everyone right now. No, no, and in, in this in this issue, also like his um, death has always been like the mistress that 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 Thanos has always flirted with. Like death is his big like, she's my lady. Like she's. She taunts me in so the Marvel bad. universe. She's like a, a like a embodied in, in like this skeleton woman. Um, but super she's hot. yeah, super hot <laughs> with like a purple robe over it. It's this like skeleton with a purple robe over it. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> read Infinity Wars. <laughs> and um, for some reason or another, she's really into Deadpool. <laughs> also, you find out that Thanos cursed Deadpool with like immortality. Oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's why, but so somebody has has kidnapped Death, mm-hmm. and they're tr- they're they they've teamed up to kind of figure out who. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who's unbalanced the universe? How many issues is this looking to be? Is this a mini series? It's it's usually. I mean, the Deadpool ones are usually a mini series. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be either four to five. But yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't is, say. No, this is the first issue, and it's written by Tim Seeley, and uh, the uh, the art is done by, I should have read this earlier, uh, Elmo Bondock. Boondock. Modoc? Which is Modoc did the art? I don't know. B-O-N-D-O-C. Yeah, that sounds bad. I'm bad with words. It's okay. But his first name's Elmo, so let's appreciate that. Could probably just go by Elmo. Good old, good old Tim Seeley and Elmo. Tim Seeley, who has done uh, uh, other works like Hack Slash and um, uh, what's it's crazy. You had your other pick behind that big Canadian leaf. Yes, and I thought that that was for Deadpool, and I was like, okay, no, but he's got two Canadian books. You do we'll get no, to the other. You get to the other. They're Canadian. Okay, but it's so. Anyways, it's a. 
It was a pretty fun read. Tim Seeley actually uh, uh, writes a very interesting and uh, bearable Deadpool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, that's that's my review on that's that. Great. Um, so my first uh, or my one issue is um, Dark Horse's Alien and. How Vampir- do you say Vampirilla? I think so. Vampirilla? That's how yeah. you say your name, right? Yeah, Vampirilla. I'm sorry. Don't want to it's butcher okay. it. It's, it was good. I actually really liked it, but I also really like Vampirilla. And, you know, I love my bad bitches <laughs> <laughs> so right. much. Do you have a problem? I do have a problem because I love bad bitches so much. Do it, Aristotle. <laughs> well, no, I'm, not, I'm just opening it up. No. Sure what He's about. getting it ready, though. He, <laughs> um, like, giggles and opens know. his um, It does start, like, a little slow, but, I mean, it is only the first issue. Um, and the ending kind of makes you, like, excited to read the second one. What's it? Does it end with about? the panel of the alien? Is it there a vampire alien? with an alien being born out of... A vampire? Out of Vampirilla. Oh, really? Or was it a yeah, vampire being like born out of an alien? Chest. So there's a vampire alien? Oh, Coming that's how of, it ends? Out of her boobies. Yeah. Out of her boobies. And she's not dead? So basically, they're, sure. they're in Mars, and they found, like, these catacombs um, that so the, were, like, old ancient um, old ancient vampires. And she comes to, like, the investigate. Mars vampires. Yeah, Mars vampires. Weird, I don't know. Go on. Um, so she comes down to investigate, and she she's just <laughs> such a badass. Like, she's kind of cold in it, yeah. and, like, they kind of joke around with her and stuff like that. But it's really funny. Um, and then she ends up getting, or all of them except for one of them, end up getting, what's the creature that goes on your face? Face hugger. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they all, all of them except for one end up getting... What is it again? Face hugger. Face hugger. Face hugger. Yeah. Face hugger. God, it's such a, a simple name, and I couldn't even think of it. Weird testicles on its the side. Basically, yes. Its only function in life is to rape your face. Yeah. yeah. And um, or hug your face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You didn't get to say that. Hug it with rape. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. And then a little xenomorph will intense. pop at you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and they basically end up getting quarantined for like I think it's like tw- twenty three hours. Yeah. And um, so they're stuck in the freezing cold with no food or water, and these aliens are being birthed out of their chests. I'm not going to lie. She is... Uh, and in- she's fully clothed majority yes. of the time. Which is Which surprising. is nice. <laughs> because then you can appreciate her, but then I do appreciate her costume. I'm not going to lie. I love this. I love this panel where this, there's a vampire fighting one the of the aliens. One? Yeah. And, the, the- and he tries to, like bite him yeah. and then he just ends up because he's got acid bleeding? blood yeah <laughs> the aliens his have head acid just like falls apart that's crazy it's that's pretty, actually pretty cool awesome. and then so basically they find they go into the catacombs and they find that the old zomb- or the old vampires in the very beginning are like morphed and she's like this isn't how they should be like something's wrong and then they find like all the eggs for the face oh. huggers and so there's a, like a bunch of like ancient vampire aliens. There was ancient vampires that were like mutilated in their like cells. Oh, and then they something falls, and then they see all the the face huggers, yeah. and they're like, "What are these? Like our scanners didn't pick up anything. Like what? Because they going? hadn't been born yet. Also, exactly. how do they how do, how do they start off as face huggers? 
They're eggs yeah, laid by the, look the like mother little... alien. Okay. Right. So the egg, the egg births, the egg pops open a face hugger, and then the face hugger uh, puts the xenomorph inside of you. It needs a living uh, host to live on. Yes, but it comes out. But yeah. there's That's a specific. A long process. Yeah, but yeah. there's a. It's kind of almost evolution in a way yeah. because it's an egg that hatches into uh the the face hugger but then the face hug the, the, it, it essentially stops at face hugger until face hugger has burst yeah. with with whatever cuz xenomorph is not necessarily what it happens it's just with humans because then there's uh the predator <laughs> predator xenomorph does that make sense so there's like regular aliens that is is a face hugger and a human then there's a face hugger and a predator and then it looks like Jamaican alien it was man all along but it, it takes like several hours for the favorite. face hugger to like finally yeah but then and then face. no time at all for the alien to go from chest burster <laughs> yeah. to like full grown alien Which like is crazy. no time but yeah. like what did you eat how did you just acquire mass like that so quickly no puberty. to go from no like, puberty whatsoever to just go from tiny little uh. thing there's to... no phase where they're like really into joy division nope. mike levine great dude uh, he he's working on a book, Tinamorph. 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 Oh, oh, and I'm I'm real excited about it. Tinamorph will be featured in the latest issue of the Devastator, which I will talk about later in the episode. But give Mike Levine a follow at Biz Michael on Twitter. So, but yeah, so this was written by Karina, right? We are terrible with names on this show. I'm garbage. Uh, oh, yeah, what was it? <laughs> I'm garbage. I like how it's internalized. <laughs> I know, now it's gotten to this now point. Everyone's like, <laughs> even tomorrow, I'm going to be at work and be like, oh, I messed up. I'm garbage. <laughs> garbage. You're garbage. But it, it was really fun. You're going to leave your voicemail, and that's all it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. just, so you, just so you remember <laughs> to keep you grounded. Yeah. How do you say That meeting went really well. You're garbage. Which one? <laughs> the last name. This Karina, one, yeah, Becco. Becco. To be okay, fair, so that font isn't the greatest. Get, no, it's it's not that bad. That's okay. We don't need to apologize. Yeah. But anyways, it was fun and actually has made me excited to read the next. If I was one, a fan of Aliens and Vampira separately, would I enjoy this? You, yes, you would. Okay. Because it's fun. They're in Mars. You want to know what happens? <laughs> Ancient vampires. <laughs> How and do those aliens. vampires get on Mars? Why are they aliens? Oh, I mean, they're in space, so I mean, that makes sense. But, but they, why are they aliens? Apparently, they've been there for, like, centuries. So it's, like, an old thing. So it's, like, old, weird vampire alien Mars. It's a rite of passage. Because vampires are smart, and they already figured out space-age transport. <laughs> <laughs> they're immortal. They don't give a shit. They came from the planet of the vampires. Yeah, did you guys see Must Sweet Vampire uh, Spaceship? Yeah. Must Sweet Vampire Spaceship? Basically, Elon yeah. Musk is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> one would only hope so I actually have to uh, admit something um, I'm going to be plugging a Marvel book <gasps> I know it's the end of the world I know how has frozen over I wish I Aristotle's had. like no, I don't have an I'm, end I'm of the world button on this soundboard and Australia is like oh. nah, that's not what I thought it was going to be <laughs> <laughs> that was the DC okay yeah. there we go there we go it's the very end of the I, I world. Know, I, 
I hope I, someone is listening to this in their car very loudly going like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so I picked uh, Mockingbird. And as it's advertised uh, on there, this is Mockingbird number one. Uh, I was told that this is just going to be a one-shot. Oh, really? Uh, I was told that. Um, by who? Who lied to you? By just a, a person who comes into our store who's um, incredibly brilliant. Um, and uh, Sounds like you think highly of this person. No, they are, they're awesome. And um, Who is and, this person? Uh, I'm not going to name names. What? Uh, 50 Years of S.H.I.E.L.D. is also promised on here. As well as... <clears throat> How much is this book? In this issue... It already sounds like it's four ninety nine. The thrilling debut of... Red Widow. What? It already sounds like it's seven ninety nine. It is four ninety nine. I was right. You said seven, so it seems like you must work in a comic um, store. <laughs> but yes, uh, right away we get into what I would say is um, uh, basically because of who she's talking about, which is uh, Mr. Clint Barton, aka Hawkeye, and then uh, not the Hawkeye, and then Lance Hunter. Um, it was also, um, not Hawkeye, but, uh, help me out. Lance Hunter. Who is that? I think he's on the Age of the Shield show. I feel like his is name he? should just be he's Lance br- Hunter. Yeah. He's already Lance. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they show, they show Hawkeye with his bow. Um, she's basically objectifying the men. Um, because, and it's, it's <laughs> like kind of nice. It's, it's nice. I, like I was like, already. Cause she makes a mistake of, um, calling him Clint when him is Lance Hunter. And uh, well, she used to date. Uh, if it's what I think it's going, uh, then she used to be married to Hawkeye. Hawkeye, uh, not the Hawkeye. And but then they didn't want her to be an Avenger. She just kind of hung around. Wasn't that like what her story was? I can't remember exactly what exactly it was. But in, I think Lance is the character that she's dating in the Agents of Shield TV show. <laughs> Got it. Um, thank you for informing because I am not it's okay. the Marvel. No, no, I, I mean, <laughs> um, that's what I'm here for. But, uh, what I thought was funny was he is British and they illustrate that by putting Hawkeye in, uh, uh, American boxer briefs. Cause we're, we're not wearing briefs in America here. Um, we're, we're not, we're not. Nope. And, uh, but over across the pond, uh, Lance, Hun- the Lance, Lance Hunter is wearing, uh, briefs that have the union jack on them Ooh. um and uh i felt like going through all of that to then illustrate how uh the tardis i believe in the form of a cookie jar is Holy shown shit. in oh. this issue so that is a product they make and that uh sometimes we sell here yeah, and um, also it's uh, the saying. first sign of Disney Marvel absorbing Doctor Who, so um, <laughs> Disney can suck it. Um, whoa, whoa. Literally suck the yum yum sauce right <laughs> yeah. out of it. You'll get that um, later. Later in time. Um, do we sell Union Jack boxer briefs? Union Jack briefs. Um, I don't believe we do. Uh, that's more of a fat collectibles thing. I don't sell underwear, dude. <laughs> really? Well, maybe you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're missing out on a brief opportunity. Um, but basically, this is getting into uh, sort of what is Mockingbird's power set, and um, so you uh, sort of learn that of like the psychic tie that she has, 
um, and um, basically uh, gets into her sort of like uh, this like CSI, like she's solving a crime yeah. of the woman who uh, sort of looked after her. Um, but the it 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 doesn't it doesn't do much after that because it feel I feel like it wants to get to what it's actually like doing a dual thing for which is again I said it the Red Widow yeah debut it's sort of like is like hey, yeah here's Mockingbird we're sort of using that to just quickly introduce uh, Red How Widow How do they even tie in together though They don't. They don't. They, they just, don't. like... It's a separate thing. So so it's just, like... It's like Marvel being like, uh, except these two ladies. Um, I like So that. when it ends, will it just... Does this issue just end, and so there doesn't need to be I'm a I'm thinking it's or? a one-shot. I'm thinking it's a one-shot. But does it feel That's like what, what is the Red Widow? Which question should I answer? Which is the Red Widow? Right. I, yeah. uh, Red Widow is a, is a new character. I thought it was going to be... The way they were showing the art, I thought it was going to be um, Natasha when she was younger. Um, but then they define the other uh, character, um, and I think she's Ava or Honor Arya, um, and uh, but she is younger. She is, yeah, she's she's younger, and um, basically she uh, was saved by Black Widow at one point, and uh, Black Widow says, uh, "I'll be here uh, for you if you need me," and she hands uh, her some. Uh, Black Widow hands her some. Uh, Russian money with a gun with their number on it. With no Russian money, uh, which is almost the same. Uh, Russian money with uh, uh, the Black Widow symbol says, "I'll be there for you uh, if you need me." Then she goes uh, in her like monologue. Black Widow was never there for me, and like she wasn't there in the way that she said she would be, and so consequently, I had to teach myself how to be there for myself and be there for others. And so, basically, Red Widow, I don't. Because she's a teenager and she's saying it, she's wording it that way. I don't think Red Widow is going to be uh, villainous. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to be. You were the worst mom ever. She's yeah. She's going to want to be a hero. <laughs> that, Jason that, Todd. That does it better. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Todd's fair. Um, except uh, she didn't get beat with a crowbar. Um, and she didn't come back to life. Yeah. Um, so, but her her design is really cool. Yeah, she yeah. she, like she looks, looks like she's like, white, um, white like a fencer because mm. uh, she's sporting two blades, like two Electric energy blades. Blade. Yeah, um, lightsabers, and, if you will. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> lightsabers uh, that crackle mm. and are all like sporadic. Um, <laughs> and uh, she has this like neck guard that looks very like yeah. um, like all you need is the fencing mask. Yeah. Um, but she's in all white uh, with like a red like s- accents um, and it looks pretty cool so really uh, cool. the reason I picked it was because um, if you need a refresher on sort of who Mockingbird could be in, in the new uh, Marvel timeline well I um, think they're giving her her own spinoff yeah it yeah. sure seems like it it just shows. seems like it's no no in the, in the, oh in, in the, the shows yeah from what I've heard they're giving her her own spinoff uh, from Age ABC. of the Shield yeah right yeah. Chuck yeah. and Curse. <laughs> Chuck si- silent and then also silent introducing <laughs> Red Widow. Yeah, and it was yeah. also a new character a new into, character. into yep. So it was it was a good way to refamiliarize um, and introduce. And, and I'm just saying, you fucks with it, Red Widow, yeah. new, new Spider Gwen, get on it. Oh 
yeah. Yeah, the two of them. I mean, their outfits look like. No, basically. I'm just thinking it's like Spider Gwen. Like that that issue, that first issue she came out in. Yeah. Is like like $120 now, like on eBay. No. Is way. it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So glad Crazy. I has it. What? Yeah. Uh, so you fuck collector's with market. Um, I forgot that was. Remember that used to be yes. our rating system for one episode. Fucks with it. Fucks it with it. A couple. Yes. Yeah, I fucks with it. All right. I fucks with it twice. If you want, if you want that to be our rating system all the time, tweet at us. At yeah. Milkcast. You fucks with that. <laughs> fucks with it. Hashtag fucks with it. Hashtag fucks with it. <laughs> or hashtag don't fucks with it. Hashtag you garbage. Hashtag <laughs> you garbage. You garbage. Don't hashtag me. I'm the so which, uh, which Chuck, Chuck, which of the uh, Malthologies is a good jumping on point? Um, I think they all are. They kind of all are. <laughs> Thank you for illustrating that point, Chuck. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, you know, I have these here as they were like, you know, visual aids for later. But the um, I think that, you know, every every one is, is cool. There's there's so many great zines here in, in the store that are all really unique and fun. What's your favorite zine that's not uh, Meltology zine? Uh, here at the store, there's um, I, uh, Some Space is cool. That's, okay. a, that's uh, affiliated, I think, a little bit With here. the Nerd Melt Theater loosely. Yeah. Jake yeah. Robinson yep. um, yeah. spearheads it, and yep. he is also with the, the British guy that usually checks you in at the door. <laughs> Ask him if he has Union Jack briefs. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, there you go. There's uh, another one, I think it's called Lonely Cat, which is... Uh, Mm, yep. Oh gosh, I'm gonna mis- mispronounce her name. Shelly Cuvillian. You did better than I did. <sighs> Would have. Yeah, and uh, uh, so she, it's like a you know a cat that's that's uh, lonely. <laughs> it's it's kind of like goth, goth uh, like a little bit dark and it's mm. sense of humor, but it's kind of cute. It, it's cool. It's really neat. I like that you can you can come by a mythology, read through it, and then come back. And some of these artists have. Like separate zines that are oh, also yeah. on sale here. Oh yeah, They're totally. Real, How like much is the the usual price for a, for a mythology? Uh, I don't know. Like, that's a good question. <laughs> Seven dollars, I think I saw. Yeah, I think or... that's about right. I think. Uh, yeah, we're, that sounds. We're, we're looking for price tags. Oh, five dollars for this one right here. I think the bigger the books get, that they get mm. a little more expensive. But that's a but if you that's contribute, then it's only three bucks. So. I know. You're getting what you paid for. Yeah. Great. Pick it up. You're getting more than what you pick. Yes. Pick it up. Uh, All right, Aristotle, what's so your pick? My pick is Plutona. I, uh, it's written by Jeff Lemire, and I believe the, uh, oh, it's by, the written by Jeff Lemire and Emmy Lennox. Yes. And then the art is by Emmy Lennox. Uh, it's, it's real great. I wasn't sure what to think of it at first, and then I flipped through it real quick, and I saw the art, and I saw some young kids, and one in a real badass leather jacket with studs on it, and I was like, oh, man, I got to pick this up. Uh, first issue, it's these kids that all kind of go to school together. They all have their kind of different backgrounds, some not explained yet, but uh, they live in a world where there are superheroes. Okay. One of the kids is, like, really kind of obsessive about sightings. And so, like, he goes on a blog and he's talking to other people that are like, oh, I heard this person was fighting this person in this on this street. And then, yeah. like, he logs it all and he has, like, shelves of so notebooks like he's logging it Yeah. Okay. But they live in what appears to be a small town outside of the city. And so, that like, towards the end of the book... Jeff he, Lemire he, does a lot of that. Yeah. He, uh... And then 
uh, well, that's closer to the end. Yeah. Like the kids out on the grass, like with binoculars, watching the city to see if he can see them, like flying around and stuff. That's cool. At the end of the issue, they kind of wandered through the forest, and they find the body of one of the heroes, and it looks all. You'd assume it they're dead. Yeah, they could just be badly beaten, oh. and then it. It leads into like a separate comic of Plutona that's about the hero, and I love the cover because it looks so. Uh, it looks so much like um, Jeff Lemire's art. Yeah, Which, um, uh, but it it looks like that specific cover for I forgot the name of the, the Sweet book. Tooth. Sweet Tooth, yeah. yes. Which a collector edition came out this week as well. Mm. Yes, uh, that we have here at the store. Segways. <laughs> but it's it the art is great and I love it. So that's what. The, the, that's where the name Plutona comes from. It's from Plutona, the, yes. from the hero that they find in this forest. Yes, uh-huh. it's it's like, <laughs> is that something that happens in small towns where you go into like random places you find like random dead bodies? You know, and being a small town aficionado, <laughs> um, I'd have a resident say, small town. Did it happen in Iowa? Did you find um, dead bodies in Iowa? No, but there was a, a stranger than fiction moment where, or exactly fiction, uh, where we had a. A meth lab in one of the Taco Bells, <laughs> oh. and honestly, that's not something. You're garbage. That, uh, yeah, pretty yeah, accurate. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, that's not something that usually happens. Usually, there's rolling meth labs that just come in and take the farming equipment of uh, farmers um, and then <laughs> use it towards meth. It's not like that, usually. Are you saying that Breaking Bad is real? It's I, usually. I, it's not usually the case that they. I feel like that conversation must have been easy, like so funny with management, where it's like we're gonna start uh, making meth in the break room. Fine, just show up for work. I don't it's care. Just, just like, show up for work. Just tired I of you being late, dude. Care. Whatever yeah, brings no. you in early. Um, yeah, well, so your work ethic is just the worst. So it's kind of <laughs> so like you think you're gonna go through with this meth lab thing. Then yeah, okay. It feels like when something like that happens and kind of confirms what the rest of the nation thinks of, like they're like, it's like for Iowa, it's like oh, corn, pigs, and meth, and then it's like <laughs> well, Bell and listen, meth. listen, that's not a thing, and then we'll go so many years of our life with it not being a thing, and people almost like let go of the meth thing, and then one like incident with meth, and it's like <laughs> oh yeah, that Garbage. just proves everything we had thought of. Do you guys, you guys have like a, when you enter Iowa? Is there a sign that says like zero days with that, or like so many days without a meth incident? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, not exactly. It just usually says welcome. <laughs> welcome. Well, we're, so, we're sorry. But the population <laughs> drops. Added. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We try not to think about it, and I just made it worse. I don't know. Uh, well. These nuts is from here. These nuts. <laughs> let's get out of Iowa yes. and into Canada. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. 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 I mean, sure. Um, I am, uh, my continuing read is, uh, we stand on guard. Um, this is issue number three of the series by Brian K. Vaughn and Steve Scorse. Um, it is a fantastic book still about uh, Canada fighting with America. This goes a little bit more into um, why what, in the last issue one of the one of the uh, the leaders of the rebellion of the Canadian rebellion got captured and uh, she is being detained. <laughs> exactly no exactly she was being detained by uh, by the uh, Americans. Who have like the most intense hologram like uh, technology that I've ever read in a comic? Um, they're like their main like lady kind of like is almost like in multiple places at once. 
uh, and <laughs> exactly, you can never tell where she's at um, until like they like go like, oh, okay, so you're actually on the starship, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm over here. It's 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 really it's I don't know. It's interesting to see like that does her, sound intense. It's interesting to see her all over the place, but she's torturing the the, the lady who got captured, um, who is the, the leader of the rebellion. Um, oh, shit. And the way that they're torturing her is they've got these machines connected to her head. And they're like, no, you think you're in a room where we're torturing you. But actually what's going to happen is that we're going to drown you. But we're not just going to drown you. We're also going to set you on fire. So we're drowning you in gasoline. What? And you get but to feel this. we are initiated. You get to feel this for forever. Like they'll dip her in the gasoline, burn her flesh off, and then bring her back. How morbid. Yeah, and then finally it got to the point where she wasn't um, talking, and she's like, okay, if, if pain isn't your thing, then we're just going to mentally fuck with you. So they had a hologram of her dad show up, and she's like, please stop, please stop, whatever you're going to do, just please stop. And it's like, well, I'm not going to do anything, but he is. <gasps> and she's, and like the, the hologram says something like, oh, I'm not doing anything they don't want me to do. I'm doing what I want to do. And he just says, I'm going to, like... And then it just stops there. At, like, a horrible cliffhanger? At whatever horrible thing that you think that he was about to say to her. Oh, and he, exactly. darkness is your ally. <laughs> and then uh, she tells them everything. Because nice. her dad is just, like, the... Yeah, that's... I mean, that's, like, the her breaking point where she's like, don't ruin the image of my father for me. Aww. Yeah. So, um, so we stand on guard. It gets fucked up, <laughs> like even more so. That's fucked. Even the cover is scary. Yeah, and, and they tell you a little bit of kind of like what what the propaganda of it is is that um, everyone thinks that America started this war with Canada, like faked the the attack on the White House, um, to start a war with Canada for uh, one of Canada's natural resources, which is water. Which being from California is very interesting. It's great garbage. (laughs) California, we thirsty. Um, (laughs) Very. Go on. So my continuous read is Spider Island. Uh, This is probably one of my favorite Secret War um, stories. Um, It's on issue number three, and it's written by Christos Gage and artist by Paco Diaz. Oh, I'm so bad with names. I'm so sorry. Um, the worst. The worst. Um, so, garbage. <laughs> I am such garbage. We're gonna so, give you a complex by the end gonna of get this through show. This. I'm gonna get but through this. We are this initiated. You're gonna be initiated. <laughs> ah. So basically, the last two issues, this one um, included. Basically, every Avenger is giving some sort of like serum, right? Some serum, yeah. But they're also like respecting Agent Venom in each episode and letting him take charge. They're like, you're kind of doing a great job. Like, Mm. we would have never thought of this. Like, you're adding more to this army of us and going against the Spider-Woman, or this Queen Spider. And it's it's really awesome seeing seeing Flash Thompson be a badass and, like, finally not be, like, insecure about it. Yeah. So I really like that. And then, so basically they end up um, going into one of Ames' fa- um, labs and finding Spider-Man, because I think in 
the last issue, they said that they didn't know if he was dead or not. Brit, um, she took him. But she took yeah. him. And he <laughs> Gosh dang it. So she so took many him. great points for that. <laughs> so she took him, and they ended up finding him unharmed, and they took him back, and... Yeah, so now they're trying to find serums. They're making, like, synthetic blood for Captain Marvel because she's a vampire. And like I said, Oh, last yeah, because that was, that was the thing with them, right? Like, they, she was controlling... Controlling them, and their body was so, like, morphed that there was no way to morph them back. So they just gave them different serums. To change their anatomy so that exactly. her spider powers wouldn't work on them. Exactly. So they, they couldn't be all mind-connected again, or still. Um, so Captain Marvel is a vampire. Captain America, America is a werewolf. a werewolf. Hulk is they a... They give the lizard formula to Hulk, I think. Or, yeah, yeah, the lizard formula. And it's... I I love this. this who's this, who's so this Stegosaurus guy? Which this one? dinosaur guy. Oh, that's um the scientist. Um, What's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> no. Bill Nye. Stegron. Yeah, Stegron. Um, Is it really? Yeah, so he's helping out. No way. Yeah. Were you guessing? Yeah. Yeah, it really is him. <laughs> they found him in the faculty, the falc, oh my gosh, the place that they found um, Spider-Man. So they saved him to like pretty much like help find cures for everyone and um did they give tony stark the hobgoblin like, yes yeah, so he's like slowly going mad uh, he actually ends up going mad at the end um but then one of my also favorite parts is this at of this comic is at the end they have um mayday parker's little story oh, yeah, yeah. and they also introduce um wasp in it and oh like a different wasp or a wasp from the marvel 2 universe yeah i can't believe it was actually stagron yeah. So it was really cool, and I really like this one. Oh, it's the Red Queen? Is that what she's called? Oh, yeah. and this... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she looks really cool. Her costume looks really cool. Yeah. And I'm, I really like this issue a lot. But yeah. Swag. Yeah. Fucks with it. I fucks with that Fucks with it. Fucks with that hard. But Mayday Parker is like... Spider-Man's daughter. Yeah. And she's put on Spider-Man's costume. So she's repping Oh, because the... her, her dad got killed in... Uh, or that version of, of Peter Parker got killed in Spider-Verse. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Derek, what you got to fucks with? My uh, fucks with uh, continued read uh, is the DC Comics Bombshells. Oh, yeah. Um, you got a soundbite? Uh, uh, I might. You got a bomb? Uh, thinking about it. Give me a bomb. Yeah, that's not a bomb. I'm sorry. It's like a bomb that. <laughs> the bomb's coming. So. <laughs> well, the bombs uh, drop in this one. Uh, this is a uh, a really good issue that um, uh, continuing from where we left off because I believe I've talked about this in a uh, another uh, episode. But um, yeah. basically, we further the story of um, Wonder Woman and uh, Steve Trevor. And like the Amazons do, they like to see a man and go, let's let's kill this guy. And then there's uh, quite a few that are like, oh, we're not killers. Let's, let's stop and think about it. And then someone says, no, he's a man. We need to kill him. Uh, and then weirdly, 
um, Wonder Woman like says, yeah. "I'm gonna save him," and so they go to save him, and she goes to get like her, her, the lasso and the tiara of her her mom mm-hmm. because this is all this is origins. This yeah. is the uh, origins happen in this one, and uh, so she's going to go get her tiara and uh, lasso, and there's two Amazonian women that stop her and are like. You're betraying everything, ah! And you think it's gonna be this big moment where they like imprison her too, but they actually go, "Thank you for attempting to be a diplomat and like go against the Amazonians when maybe they're wrong, and uh, preach peace. You're worthy enough to like wear the bracelets and crown and uh, lasso." And so they give that to her and say, go forth and be a diplomat. And it was like, wow, that was a lot of theater um, <laughs> beforehand. But uh, thanks. And then um, you are following... Um, Back with Batwoman. Uh, not Batwoman, yeah. actually, no. Um, Batwoman, uh, although in the first issue, yeah, she was uh, with the um, USO, OS, OSA? Uh, she, uh, the, ba- the baseball team. Yeah. And, um, and uh, no, this is following... Uh, uh, Supergirl and Stargirl, and uh, they have landed in Russia. So it's kind of like, oh, th- is this going to be Red Sun like? Um, and so basically, it's weird. Like uh, Supergirl does this like uh, like heat vision etch a sketch into a mosaic, uh, and then like just sort of is like, this is us. This is our real identities, and they're like get used to that image that you just made because that's a costume we're putting you in? So it was kind of a weird uh, beat there. But it the, the costumes look awesome, and it's basically the costumes we've seen them on for the cover of the bombshells. And then um, Joker's daughter shows up, and yeah. she's, she's basically yeah. with, like, the Nazi... The Nazi friendlies. I don't see her sporting... Um, any like bands or anything like that? Um, she is <laughs> dropping water bottles in this uh, too, which is which is awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, she's sort of like this uh, madam before uh, burlesque shows. Oh, that's cool. Um, and honestly, yeah. this is the thing that I've that has Joker's daughter in it that I like the most because um, I thought she <laughs> what was else like. Has she been in? She's just been in kind of her own story, and then like Suicide Squad. Um, she's been trying to find her way, and honestly, this is the best. Um, what's her name? I don't think they'd f- define it. Didn't like they? even even in this, they uh, they like because she doesn't go by Joker's daughter. They yeah yeah but they do she? yeah she does. Like really? it's funny because there's a moment where uh, they're talking in like complete German, and then they go, uh, "Here's my attempt." The uh, Doctor des Jokers, and then it's um. The Joker's daughter, and it's like the font and everything like that. Um, so that was kind of hilarious. Um, but then Zaytana shows up. She's doing like a show for uh, yeah. the Nazis, and uh, Eddie kind of like brought up. It's like I always see her hypersexualized, and I was like, uh, no, that's not true. And then, and then in this issue, she is. definitely is. Um, she but is? she's being sexual at Constantine, which you don't no. find out until later. He's just like this Nazi officer, and uh, and they're doing this weird like. Ba- I mean, maybe that makes sense because he's no, like, no, no. into the occult. No, wait, wait, they're, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, so she like busts Constantine, and turns him into a, a rabbit. Yeah. But then she's talking to him like 
you need to go limp or they won't buy it. So he was posing. Oh, okay. And we're not, and by the end of it, we're not sure like what the angle is, but we just know that like that someone's all something's yeah, a cooking. It's cool because all of the all of the women in this um, basically they're they're the focus, but they have like a male counterpart that yeah. they're working with. Uh, it so looks like it, nice. they changed artist, right? Uh, they did. Um, this one, uh, Chuck. Do you want to tell us who did the art? Uh yeah, let me see if I can find that title page. Oh, is that what you were searching for? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, there it is. Do you know if they'll be changing the artist with each issue, or is this just a momentary? Thing? Honestly, because I don't know. It could be like a I love Godzilla in hell, like yeah, it's, it's just like switching. Uh, Laura Braga, Stephen Mooney, and Ted Nafa. Nafa. N a i f e h. Stop having complicated names. Yeah. I know. What's with the comics and you know people working with Ted? What's names? with these comics and complicated names? Ted Tedderson says <laughs> Aristotle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So that's that bombshells. I um, hope someone on your panel has like the most complicated name. People don't you know that to, yet. Like, Nixie's Pitlick. <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet, but, but we'll I get deep cut. Has... Never mind. We we rewind. Anyways. <laughs> My pick was Daredevil, and it's the last issue of Daredevil on the Mark Wade on the Mark Wade run, which has oh. been fantastic. So good it, for the longest time. It was the only one that didn't get uh, renumbered until it got <laughs> renumbered. Hey, thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, I don't want to say it's a tearjerker, but it's a. Uh, it was brutal. It was fun. You can cry here if you want. There's, no, we're there's not, four no, of I'm us. Judge you. Uh, that makes eight shoulders. Hit so your garbage so many times. Matt Murdock's got his whole thing with Kingpin where he's, he's trying to work stuff out to try and uh, get stuff always... done. And then he gets double-crossed. Then he has to fight that new villain who I always forget the name, but it starts with an I. I'm in? I'm in. And then, you know. It says Ikari. Ikari. And then he does a bait and switch kind of thing where he puts on Ikari's uniform after the shroud kills him. And then he manages to get everybody out and then exposes Kingpin. And now he's Matt Murdock writing his book and <laughs> just continuing continuing with his life. And I like those costume bait and switches. That makes yeah. me think of Public Enemies, uh, Batman Superman. Oh, and yeah, when they fought uh, Hawkman and uh And Captain Shazam. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, and uh, that's Batman and Hawkman's yeah. outfit and Superman and Shazam's outfit. It was nice. They also did that in Justice. Did you ever read that? Um, yeah. Alex yeah. Ross yeah. Uh, book. Um, they have the metal men. Like, like they drip the metal men, yeah. essentially, on all of them. And you think, again... You're looking at Shazam, and you're actually looking at Superman, and vice versa. Yeah, which is always awesome because you're like, God, dude, you totally got me. <laughs> but it's a it was a fun run. I highly recommend going back and reading through the trades. Are the trades out already? Uh, not all of them, but there is enough. I to think up to volume busy. three. Oh, wait, volume what? Three. Yeah. No, no yeah. way. Not of Wade's run. I I have yeah. at least like four of them outside of the Brewbreaker. Really? This is four one of volumes? my favorite um, Daredevil runs. Hmm. 
Hmm. I'm talking about the small trades. Like yeah. The one for I don't know, I've seen way more. Than I thought that. I thought we were at three. I don't know. But go back, pick it up. It was great. Uh well, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. What was the uh, what was that book that came out the Oh, my pick of the week? Yeah. Sacred Heart. I yeah. highly I haven't read it yet because it's a real thick book. <laughs> but but it uh, is filled with punk rock goodness. Yeah, Liz Suburbia did it and she's yeah. awesome and she uh she's always in uh punk anthology as you were yeah which from are fantastic. silver sprocket bicycle club and they that's Those always amazing cool. that's where i found her this so, prince is in there too right yeah she's yeah. so she's always in there so i'm really excited to read sacred heart but definitely pick it up it's a real thick book you won't miss it <laughs> and also if you never i mean we mentioned it earlier but if you've never read sweet tooth pick it up it is so amazing and heartfelt and just filled with such great Heart. post-apocalyptic uh, uh, emotion genetically mutated goodness. Yeah, and emotions. Uh, something else in the Daredevil thing that I noticed is that they're starting to advertise Doctor Strange number one, which I'm so excited for. Chris Mitchell is going to be doing the art for that, which is yeah. fantastic because he's an amazing artist. Yeah, he is. Um, but I think that's it for the books. Yeah. Uh, real quick in this section, I want to want to pimp Beyond Fest. Oh yeah! Super excited for that. The What's Beyond Fest? Beyond Fest is an annual film festival about Beyonce. About Beyonce. Beyonce. No. Beyonce it's about Fest. horror movies Woo. and weird. So all the single ladies come. <laughs> all the single ladies come to Beyond Fest. Have a good time. Put a ring on it. Uh, <laughs> it's a real weird horror sci-fi weirdo movie fest that's uh, held between. It's you, they're mostly at the Egyptian, but they they have another theater that they partner with, and I forgot the name of this one because it's. A you are bad theater. at promoting. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> So which I'm going to sell the shit out of it because I, I've been going for the last two years and oh my god, they knock it out of the park. Last year, I went and saw Halloween with John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis and that was a great time because you never see John Carpenter. I wonder if they'll... Have you seen anything Wes Craven related? Oh yeah. No, not Since for... The, well, passed. I mean, they've, they've been they planning it for a yeah. long time. Yeah. I mean, they they couldn't have them. expected this... I mean, yeah, maybe they, there'll be they'll, they there'll be something. something. They could there. do like a little tribute. But this year, also I looking will great. Remember you. Keep going. Uh, the thing I'm most excited for is the Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two with Bruce Campbell and Edgar yes. Wright. Bruce oh, Campbell. Nice. fantastic! But they're, they'll also be showing Legend Meltdown with Jonah Camille present Better Off Dead. That one Legend with is- Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Go. Yes, and then Frizzy to Fulci, which is Fabio Frizzy live. He's a composer of multiple Italian horror films, and it's going to be awesome. Death Waltz will be there, selling records that are exclusive to this event. So I'm super excited for that. And then they'll be showing the Beyond, the great Lucio Fulci Italian horror movie, which I still have yet to see. Are you going to go watch because that? Because I'm waiting for an event like this to go see it. Are you going to go watch it? I may. And then there's. The Are show, you like, invasion no of the what? body snatchers? Aristotle is he never died, which looks that, to be uh, a movie with Henry Rollins in it. Beyond he's going to be there. Falls uh, on the Ninja anniversary from uh, <laughs> Diane Word will be and his presenting getting a together. racer head. And he's speaking over me because he doesn't want Phantom you to, of the Opera. To wish them and a happy so many other great movies. But when you go to see Beyond Fest, also have the beyondfest.com. I should wish Aristotle a happy anniversary today. I'll be at a lot of these. 
there's maybe one day that I won't get to go. What's the date you're <laughs> through? Uh, I believe it's like October 3rd through the... F- oh, October 1st to the 12th. Damn. Oh, that's that's a, a pretty... Yeah, usually it's time. just a weekend. Or, no, I'm wrong. Are these going to be multiple weekends? Is that what it is going to be? Or is it gonna uh, be like I think it's going to be throughout days. the week. Because okay. I think I went to the most showings last year. They also yeah. showed Starry Eyes, which is a great it's movie. Almost two weeks full of Only amazing... Are they play at the or do they play at the same time? Like always at seven? No, I think it's different. Days, it right? just varies. It, it varies. You just got to go check it out. Get your tickets now on Beyond.com. You're not gonna want to miss Beyondfest.com. it. Beyondfest.com. Beyondfest.com. Very nice. So that's our plug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's it for the books. It's the news. Uh, so uh, our guest Chuck is here with us for the news. Um, Chuck Kerr. Thank you for having me again. You will you will hear our interview with him, or for the first this. time, I or don't know the, what the order yeah. is. <laughs> this show it's, is a lot like a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Time is not time linear. space just is just very fluid. Down, you might be before, you place. might be after. Yeah. I like this. It's just a um, wild puzzle. I know that we will be uh, announcing <laughs> here uh, the Meltdown Comics and Heavy Metal present Jack Kirby and Barry Geller's Lord of Light in full color art show September seventeenth, and we'll talk quickly about that. Uh, the King of Comics made his heavy metal debut with full-color versions of his legendary concept art for Lord of the Light. This fabled co- collaboration with filmmaker and visionary Barry Ira Geller is best known for its use as a cover for the rescued six American diplomats held hostage in Iran. Um, all of the Lord of Light artwork that I've seen so far looks Gorgeous. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, time is that at? That is a good question. It will be at eight o'clock in the Nerdist showroom. Can't before wait before to we see. go, before we go into that really quickly, um, mm-hmm. did you watch Argo? Did you ever watch Argo? Yeah, you know. So that's the diplomats that they're yeah. referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he drew the yeah because in the, Argo the the movie the, cover. Right? Well, no, in Argo, um, the the uh, the Ben Affleck movie, uh, uh, where they're trying to get these make diplomats, yeah, make a fake movie and get these diplomats out of like this uh, the. What was it? Uh, out of Iran. Iran. Yeah. yeah. The fake movie. Um, but the concept artist in, in that movie is supposed to be Jack Kirby. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. that's... Lord of Light. Lord of Light is the movie that they're referring to. So all fake the art movie. that he made yeah, is for this fake movie is the art show that we're having. <laughs> yes. You should really check out the last issue of Heavy Metal because there's a great article on yeah. it. And you see all the pieces. Well, not all the pieces, but a lot of really great looking stuff. So just dress up like Batman and come see the show. <laughs> yes, pretty okay. much. Just dress up like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fail! Um, and when we uh, have the show here... I'm not um, sure which one to press. It's garbage. <laughs> it's uh, We're going to have uh, Barry Geller and he'll be here um, to answer questions and sign copies of heavy metal number 276 mm-hmm. um, With, uh, it has a couple of different covers to it right uh, uh, i believe two yeah. i mean there might be more it's, but it's a connecting cover i believe Oh, I didn't know so, that. And the the it evening like will it. include Nerdist Writers Panel Live uh, with special uh guest um also black light art music drinks and more to be announced black eye art there might be cake there there could <laughs> be cake we don't make promises of cake though <laughs> This Man. cake, but is it ice cream? Cake? The cake is a lie. I just want ice cream. At this, cake. At this store, the cake is all alive. that matters and is I'm, if the cake enough. is made of light. Yeah. Wearing the a Daredevil portal shirt right now, so it's, it's, it's just ice. all kinds of that's crazy. With that, it's Deadpool. Yeah. Yep. Is it ice cream? You said cake, Daredevil. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, it's wait, uh, wait. No. Uh, it's uh, too late. You can't, the phone's fading. Uh, You're garbage. <laughs> yes. Garbage cake. It's because garbage. my pick was dead up. All right. <laughs> nope. You're Anyways. Right. You don't even know your own shirt. Anyways. <laughs> so this is the news portion of the show. Uh, it's the news. Yeah. That's Aristotle. Uh, <laughs> there was a the big development that, death of me. that happened. <laughs> so... so what are we talking about today, Derek? We are talking about uh let's hit the the big one okay. uh first. Uh which is uh Disney now pretty much being the ultimate authority on Everything. the Marvel well, Cinematic Universe. I wouldn't say that it's Disney's being the ultimate authority, it's just uh How would you package it? Kevin just... Feige having a little more free reign in terms of the He's having a little f- more free reign. Yeah. Yeah. But he already probably what, did. What What is the situation exactly? So the situation is, um, and Chuck, I am going to defer to you uh, because you, Explain as you said, well. uh, read a lot of variety. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming through work they they make you do that quite a bit. Uh, no, it's it's they don't make or us just read It's it, a great magazine. It's, it's, yeah. like it's just magazines. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's long, read. long uh, storied history of publishing, 110 years of... Entertainment news. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. Okay, hold on. Advertisement. Yeah. Variety uh, just had their public no. This podcast has been brought to you by Variety, <laughs> the business of entertainment. Anyway, God, uh, such a great radio voice. That was intense. No, will you do good. our ads? I know. Can you, yeah. can we just record Please that? go again. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, so what I uh, the way I understand it is that um, you know there's. Uh, Kevin Feige, who's been, the, I guess, the CEO or the, the let's say, the chief of Marvel Studios, they make all the movies, um, has been in the past reporting to the owner, the ultimate, you know, top guy, boss of Marvel, uh, Ike Perlmutter, who owns the the comics, the toys, the merchandise, the movie, like everything, and uh, everything Marvel, and uh, he's been, re- Kevin Feige has been reporting to him. Uh, apparently they've had some, some conflicts, like some quiet sort of acrimony between the two of them or the disagreements. And somehow Kevin Feige has, there's, there's been a restructuring where Feige reports to, uh, the CEO of Disney. Um, and the, the, so the, the big chair chief guy of Disney studios, um, similar to how like John Lasseter at Pixar reports directly to Disney and Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm, uh, directs reportedly to Disney. Um, so anyway, so that it's kind of like he's stepped out of like you know the Marvel the Marvel world, world and he's a little more in the Disney world. Um, he's going to the dark side, if you will. He's, yeah, he's more going like to the, the light, light side. side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He was kind of in the dark side. Okay. <laughs> so Marvel. Um, Marvel Comics is the dark side, and Disney is the light side. You're just looking it, for it us to fuck up, aren't you? I know. <laughs> Stupid bastard. You guys painted it in black okay, and white. He was in I'm the trying red to define side, this. And now he's on the like blue side. The dark side was basically the Marvel Marvel creative. DC. Whoever uh, they left was oh, the com- the committee of of, of Dan Buckley, Joe Quesada, and Brian Michael Bendis, right? Yeah, yeah, so I think I think part of the deal is that they're the creative committee that sort of like has helped give notes on all these movies, like all these comic creators, um, has been disbanded. That that's not a thing anymore. So they don't necessarily have a voice on all the movies. So in a way, Kevin Feige has um, consolidated some power uh, within the Marvel s- cinematic universe 
which could be really good because like almost every movie they've done has been like gold really yeah. good like, yeah. but the one of the again this is all kind of speculation i'm yeah. trying to like i was trying to look up like credible news sources and it didn't seem like there was too many um, but it was all kind of nuggets of what I'm like, this, okay, that looks like a fact. But one of the things that they reported was that um, Age of Ultron was actually not considered a, a success because it, it, despite making $1.4 billion, uh, it, it was not like the the rate of just like it was always making more money, it, it made yeah. less. It's, so that's considered failure, and then that's one of the reasons why people believe Feige kind of could do this. Was like, well, we had a good thing going, and then we went a little more on took took the advice of of these. Another these another factoid I've read though is that the notes that were coming from this committee mm-hmm. were what made Edgar Wright leave Ant Man. I read that too, out of pure frustration. That's uh, it's possible. Really. I mean, I, I can imagine like there, a too many cooks kind of situation yeah. where. Too many yeah, cooks. I mean, <laughs> that should be. We've a, all seen that it. Should be. A thing. <laughs> I know that should. That should uh, because like you know, so I mean, it's not even like so you have you know you've got a, the CEO of of Marvel Studios and mm-hmm. he's got an opinion. You have say an Edgar Wright who's like a cinematic genius. Mm-hmm. He's got an opinion, but then you have other guys like Joe Quesada, Brian Michael Bendis, Dan Buckley. These guys are also. Experts, yeah, you know, yeah. Of, yeah, in comics, and they they know they don't they're not they like clueless stuff. executives that are like, why doesn't Wolverine just have like eight claws <laughs> or whatever? Yeah. Like, you know, they don't. They're writing some of like. To, the what best if stuff. one of them's a laser? To yeah. me, I, I'm. This is where I start to get a little like, well, then what? Then what are you expecting? If if you don't go to like sort of some Marvel authorities, and you're you are just executives. Well, I mean, like, Kevin Feige's a, a reader. He knows his stuff. Okay, but is he also is is he the writer? Is he these things? See, so, like, there's like no. I feel just, like there's no truth. I, I feel like I feel like the 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 feeling at the moment is that just because this uh, group was disbanded, mm-hmm. that it means that they're not going to be consulting Marvel whatsoever. They I feel like they ask. they could mm-hmm. still be like, hey. Right. Like, are those are those colors right? <laughs> okay, good. Like, but it's like that. No one's gonna be there to be like fighting for like the character. Like, yeah. Oh, this is how it's supposed to be portrayed. Like, devil would never do that. Exactly. <laughs> or like that. That completely like is against all of his morals. Like, yeah. you're going completely different situation. The way it reads to me is, and this was sort of when I was like, whoa, like we're just gonna watch, we're gonna watch this. Monopoly absorb this property, and I feel like this is people are just kind of like, eh, whatever about it. But it's kind of like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? Like it's, Disney would sort of get its tentacles into Marvel, but it's too late, and then like suck out all the yum yum sauce, and then <laughs> and then and then just like they're yum just, yum, they just be this dry husk of of Marvel left. And and then all the all the Marvel people being like, "Whoa, this sucks! What happened? How do we let this like get out of our hands? Where'd our yum yum sauce go?" <laughs> and you know what's crazy is Feige has been like, "I ah, uh, now I still know how to feel because he was like, I hope the DC films work, and I think they will." Yeah, and he said that, and I was like. What's your angle, Feige? <laughs> well, Are you after some DC yum yum sauce too? What's going on? I don't but he's like, he knows that if it's just if it's just straight Marvel, 
yeah. films being made. There's no it's competition. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna get boring, and it's gonna be like it's it's gonna feel like there's gonna you're gonna feel the sag. Like well, the, like, the like more we, that you you don't have a good superhero film out there, the more you're like, yeah, do I need this anymore? Well, it's like with the books, like you want a yeah. variety of books because different people have different tastes, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he Definitely. he knows it's important, and he was like saying as yeah. the as the head, yeah, I want the DC films to do well. But uh, another another thing, I I forgot his name. How do you say it? Uh, uh, the, oh, the chi- Yeah, Perlmutter. Yeah. Pearl, Pearl Pearl uh, what is it that he was uh, doing? I guess about uh, like the black. Oh, Mortars? that you. Uh, it's been r- the rumor that I I had heard was that <laughs> as if I know anything really. Um, <laughs> that was. Don't uh, lie. You read know, variety. I do, that's true. It is. The <laughs> we bus- do trust your opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like that he, you know, has he's been accused of, you know, being like kind of old fashioned and maybe possibly sexist and or saying that, you know, they don't need to make superhero merchandise for girls because girls don't buy superhero which is merchandise. Total bullshit. Which is total bullshit. <laughs> total bullshit. I'm still waiting for like Scarlet Witch stuff because they don't have a pop for Scarlet Witch yet, do they? Not that I know of. They uh, don't even have anything from Age of Ultron with he, Scarlet Witch. They, I mean, they have a couple do of they? things. You know, it's what I was. At Target once, and uh, I needed new sheets for my bed. <laughs> and being the adult that I am, you wanted Scarlet Witch. No, they had a uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy sheets on sale. Oh yeah, and I was like, awesome. No Gamora on them whatsoever. Really? It's all the dudes. No Gamora. And I was looking at them. And I'm like, nah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> like, and I like left them, and I was like, never mind. They had the dudes. They had the tree. Yeah, the raccoon, the, tree, the raccoon, but not the female. Yeah, the fem- the badass alien. female assassin that yeah. was like the most competent person in that. That's in that true. movie. Yeah, she definitely was like. It's like having a bunch of Harry Potter glue. stuff with like no Hermione on it. Right. It's like why? What? Why even? Yeah, you could easily just lose. I mean, Ron. it's a sheets I mean, for them. You gotta lose anybody. Just give it a Ron. Hey, poor Ron. Hey. He's already. There. <laughs> he's, he's. He's already the there. sad like ginger like stepchild. Like, yeah. Don't make him. His be God his like forever. life goes the best throughout that entire series. <laughs> he does end up with what's her name? Um, she has to like erase her parents like memories of her. Really? Yeah. Did you say she ends up with what's her name? He ends up with her money. Yeah. Ends up with her money. Yeah. He has it the easiest. That's who we're talking about. No. Oh my god. That's he honestly has it the easiest throughout that movie. Well, this is this is a little bit of a segue for kind of news. He he does carry that that Horcrux that like makes him go bonkers. Like five minutes. Come on. This is the year. The movie. And the day had just passed that Harry Potter's kids went to Hogwarts. This That's is right. the year? Yeah. No, really? No yeah. way. Really? Uh, yeah, J.K. The, Rowling? Yes. yes. Rowling, Rowling? Rowling? However you want to say it. One of the other. Rowling. Rowling. We're looking at you, Brady. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is... Wait, wait. So I'm confused. Yeah, we cover America. Uh, the news. last <laughs> Harry Potter... I've only yeah, read it. Haven't... I've only read it. I've never said it in... If you haven't seen it, at yeah. the end of the last Harry Potter, yeah. at the very end, you see them as adults, though... Yeah. It's kind of funny because it's just Harry Potter with the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's them at the platform sending their kids off to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I don't remember. I just know it from the news of uh, like this is the year and that date has now passed. It was like this week. I would like to think. There's no way. Really? It's been that long. Because cause if we was Harry Potter happening in the modern context like yes. when it came out? In the nineties, I want to say it was no. The 90s. Well, like no, no, no. it will. They they what? No. Yeah. It well, came it, out two thousand. Ninety eight or ninety nine. 
was was when that happened. But but the last book came out what two thousand uh, two thousand. But I'm talking about six. the movies. I'm talking about no. the movies. Six, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like 2007. Yeah. I want to say 2007. Yeah. I know it was 2007 because I was so, working at a bookstore. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what, the night that it came out. 2007. Yeah. But they didn't have... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> think of, think of when the kids go to Hogwarts. That's 11. So if 2007 was when that was happening, that would mean the books would have had to have happened like back a few years to... But I'm talking the about time. the movies. That's what I meant. Okay, but even still, <laughs> like that doesn't. Are we trying to find out the timeline of? Yeah, okay. like if 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 we pass that time, How then the books were behind when they were being released, or the films, or whatever, whatever timeline of Harry Potter what are you we're doing talking right about. Now? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, if if it was this the week, all this? the kids would okay. be eleven if they were going to Hogwarts. So we're we're saying that like. Whatever the fallout is, don't you, you garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> don't garbage man. Okay, good. Do it. No. No, go on. Go no. on. No, please. On. 11 years back would be... The garbage. Thank you, Batman. <laughs> 2005? I don't know, but... <laughs> this, is, this is a tweet straight wait, from wait. J.K. Rowling. Okay, so. what? Okay, please tell me. On CNN, by the way. Yeah, this, this is, is a CNN. CNN, so no, a legit news source. <laughs> uh, they don't have the Quoting date that the last movie him. came out, but, I mean, she tweeted, September 1st, somebody wish James S. Potter good luck for me. He's starting Hogwarts today. That's oh. Harry's oldest mm-hmm. son. Nobody's told her that it, that it's Harry fake. Potter's not real. <laughs> no, like, but she thinks it's actually real. At that train station, though, where they filmed those scenes, yeah. they did have a, so, a, t- a departure time for that train. So 2004? Yeah. The nice last one came out in 2011. That Can was you imagine five? like working at that train yeah. station and like constantly being asked? But like, I'm, I'm just... Where's the, go away, it's <laughs> done. I have There's actually some Harry there. Potter fan really? that's there yeah. with me, and it's like, it, this doesn't make sense. Like, even if they, like... You, if, you even if they it. got it on, like, no. right after that battle, which is probable, after, like, you defeat Voldemort, you're like, fuck, what do I do with my life? No, but then... Let's just... Isn't it 19... It's, it's 19 it years it says, later. 19. Do it like they do I think it's, like, 19 years later. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, 19! Even more! That's... Like an even grosser gap. But they're from England. The time's different there. You're right. I'll just go home and ask we've, my girlfriend. We've all seen Skins. <laughs> skins? We, we know what goes on over there. And the first one was I haven't. You've never watched Skins? I've never watched Skins. It's, you're not missing. I watched Misfits. <laughs> I mean, that was good uh, for two yeah. seasons. Yeah. We, uh, we talked about that last. Burn. Oh, yeah. Um, what else we got? That was, oh, uh, touching on a news subject that we talked about last week. Yes. Um, about the uh, the DC stuff. About the DC stuff. The DC, uh, how they lost the the two million. They were oh. talking about how they needed to unback girl there. Oh right. Uh, Jim Lee and um, Dan Didio. Yep, Didio went on. Uh, I forgot what website it was, but they were talking about how they that's not uh anything of what they're trying to do. That they they actually are very encouraged, hard at work at trying to cultivate this new uh. Uh, culture that they have at DC, at the, and they're not abandoning abandoning the new DCU yeah. uh, ideology. They're just trying to 
see what works and what doesn't work. And the language they used was very nice. They were yeah. they were saying it's nurturing. We're nurturing yeah. this new yeah. uh, direction we want to go that will bring diversity. Yeah. They were like, we we know this is something that's needed for our books. Yeah. And and he looks at it as like this isn't a loss. Like we're not chalking it up. Essentially, what Marvel's doing yeah. when they have a like spectacular product that does well, one point four billion dollars, they're like, oh, that's a loss. DC's not even calling their two million that's movie business. Uh, that's a that's a whole different. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, they cut out. All right, I'm not going to go backwards. But <laughs> uh, but but DC's saying that's not a loss when we're trying to bring what we're doing. Yeah. And being somebody who sells the books here in the store and seeing what it's done, it's definitely helping. Yeah, and that was I mean that was, definitely that was helping. Com- that was my complaint about it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad to see that they they. Yeah, I thought they handled it really gracefully. Yeah. That they're yeah. actually trying to move forward and not and, and owning up to it because yeah. sometimes being a dc fanboy it's like i watch them get cagey and just get sort of like well th- really the new 52 is working when you look at and it and it ended up working but because they got twitchy about it you know what i mean mm. they just sort of like flinch and then marvel goes ha 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 and then dc's <laughs> like no wait it worked it worked it did i hope that but that's it's like because they what like happens flinch. when they all meet at comic gun it's like it's all sharks and jets <laughs> so it was nice to well, see image DC comics just sits back stand and just like it. what the fuck are they doing it's like we own our books <laughs> yeah, we, own our books. <laughs> we got a shit in luck oh yeah. shit <laughs> i think it's interesting that there's like because even with the between like to circle back a little the kevin feige like marvel creative committee thing right like, i've seen like pro this is like good like articles being like like on birth movies death yeah. one of my favorite websites um that's like uh you know this is a good move this is a good thing the creative committee was late they could put you know give so many notes that it was overwhelming yeah. or maybe that's why edgar wright left or so it's it's like you know it's a good thing but then you have other like you were reading on Ble- bleeding cool that there's other articles that are like, well, this is actually maybe not the greatest thing. Yeah. It's like, who's planning these stories and who's like, you know, doing this like PR kind of like <laughs> massage through the press. Yeah. Like, like who's saying DC is like, you know, uh, trying to like eliminate its like. Bleeding cool in, ain't it cool? Like yeah. just sort of stir the pot. And it's, and I just don't, this is like Disney, like whatever they want. Who's slipping up really on Disney's side? Like sort of, and and they they went into it when they were talking about um, Ike. Say the last name again. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. Uh, <laughs> he's sort right. of he he's always been the kid, like a recluse and just not in public eye. So Kevin Feige pointing the finger at him like he's not going to come out and say like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like right. it's an easy thing to just point the finger. At a recluse, at someone who refuses to come out in public and defend themselves. Yeah, or do interviews. So it's a very easy scapegoat. Yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's, but I'll again, see. it's like who's, you know, is that him putting that out there? Is it other people putting out this reverse spin and like yeah. the DC thing, like that, you know, they have to come out and make the statement, but is that really what's going on? Like, I don't know. Just, it's interesting that how the news is like the facts, but then there's like all these interpretations. Well, this is again like comic news. I mean, when you stop and think about it, like there's a lot of people who care, obviously. It's, it's usually very opinion heavy. And yeah. It's, passion, most passion of it's gonna, going to be that because when you start leaking, because these, these are millions of dollars. When you start actually giving out information on that, you're well it's always really funny you're to me. Like, looking everyone's to initial something. reaction like when uh when 
Disney took over Marvel. It was like the books are going to be terrible. Like, nah. They're going to ruin everything. Yeah. It's going to be horrible. The movies are going to be shit now. And it's like that's how I felt about. Star oh, Wars. okay. They've got all yeah. this money now. Well, Disney doesn't have anything to do with the no, comics at all. No. They, they just they just own you know. And they movies. announced that when they when they took over, they were like, yeah. "Yo, as long as you guys keep doing what you're doing and you're not causing us a financial issue." But that they, is yeah, that entirely ahead. true? Because Secret Wars is working towards one. Uh, timeline that it's still unclear like what what's like Convergence was kind of talking before Convergence yeah. wrapped up they were talking about what what is to come yeah. afterwards I haven't gotten that yet I don't know if that's because that's very plot we're heavy like regarding universe yeah you're gonna have yeah. one big universe but who's gonna remain because what I've heard is that we're streamlining it because we want it to model the films the um I the think Marvel there's stuff? Yeah, I think there's the some of that books. just because like so many more people have seen the movies than read the books. Yeah, like that. I think that might the trade off being that maybe that there will be some more accessibility for people who don't normally yeah, actually maybe. read comics. Yeah, yeah like and that's like the whole point of like getting those com or those movies that no one or those characters that no one's known of, and yeah. then making movies of them, like Gardens of the Galaxy. How many people knew of them beforehand? I, I mean, yeah, I was those a, comics I'm a big comics yeah, but fan. That's, was like, who? So that's yeah. the inverse of what we want to happen. <laughs> if we're streamlining and like sort of like, if the whole point is like to feedback. having all the cream rise to the top yeah. and like find out what's most marketable and profitable, yeah. those lesser known characters are... Or, Lesser known to people who just watch movies, not even the comic book mm-hmm. readers, they're not going to get the intention. I'm sure they could be unearthed at any point, but the Guardians esque like things that I don't know how much that'll be with like a streamline, you know, like one continuity. Well, it's, eh. it would almost be like what, you oh. don't really ever kill off but anyone because I mean, to be that could still be, be utilized. To be fair. Um, if we're talking about this being like a marketing ploy mostly based on movie stuff, mm-hmm. this is just regular comic book yeah, and fair. This we're is, and we're this really is, watching one medium fold into another. Every, yeah. I wouldn't well, even, no, I mean, with, it's just something that happens. How many crises have there been in DC? How many like mm-hmm. times have like they done this like in the mar- like in every with, with anything with the big two? It's always like, right. Well, we're done with that. We're doing this now. Yeah, and like even, it's either you come along for the ride or you don't. Like, yeah. even then, I wouldn't say that they're like molding it to be like the movies. There's obviously going to be things for people to come to that, from the movies, but my my view of it is just like one one big story told by Jonathan Hickman because I've just been loving it, and as far as I can yeah. see, this is just still going to be him like influencing all of it. Because since Avengers one to Secret Wars. To whatever comes after Secret Wars, it's just kind of been his like his epic. This is his Iliad. This is his this is his fucking masterpiece. This is the most passion I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, it's great. Anything. Awesome. I was like, what? he's crying right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but I really like everything coming out of Secret Wars, like comic wise. I think I totally agree with Aristotle. All of the like side stories are just so awesome and they're really letting them have fun with it and you can tell yeah it's been great yeah i'm enjoying it. it i'm really enjoying it i don't think it's a negative thing but no we also won't there's, see there's until also the, after doctor strange 
Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've got like movies in the pipeline that are just like pretty committed. So. There's like so many comic book movies coming are out. Are they launching the like comics with um, Doctor Strange 2 with the movie? I imagine they're he's getting, there's a Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's getting a solo series. Nice. So is Scarlet Witch. Is she really? There's some news. Mm-hmm. Boom. Oh. Oh, getting on. Do you know uh, when that's coming out? No idea. And we're very close on Luke Cage, sounds like. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where it's getting uh, on. They so started yeah. casting Luke Cage, and they've got uh, Simone Missick playing uh, Misty, Misty Knight. Knight. Yeah, he was and for hire. What, nice. what movie is that going to be in? Oh, no, that's uh, uh, Luke Cage show. on Netflix. Oh. They're wrapping up Jessica Jones, working on Daredevil season two, so and now casting good. Luke Cage. So Very exciting. Wait, who's Luke Cage? Uh, he's an man. actor named Mike Coulter. Are you talking about the, who's who's yeah, Luke who's Cage or who's the actor? Who's the character? Luke oh. Cage or who's is playing one of him? the heroes for hire. And he's he... one of the so he's like a mercenary type. No, Not exactly. No. He's like he was uh, like Shaft kind of, he, but a ooh. superhero. <laughs> I like he's that. Very he, cool. He, he so he's a bad mother. He came out, he yeah. came out yeah. from a lot of black. <laughs> yeah. He came out from a lot of black exploitation stuff. It was like. Him and Iron Fist were like buddies for a while. Oh. Yeah. He, he, he was going under Power Men, and he wore this like bright yellow shirt, like a blouse. And this like really. tr, yeah, and this like tr. That's how fucking cool he like, was. He yeah. was like, "Come at me in my blouse." Yeah. He has <laughs> bulletproof skin. He's, yeah, he's got bulletproof skin, and he's like super strong. Nice. Yeah. So he's yeah. kind of. Is this weird to say like a Malcolm X type of thing? Like no, not so much. Like, Black Panther was more of a Malcolm X type character. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, is that no. weird? To no, say? no, 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 no. no. It, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it was, no. I, I was like, no, it's a thing. We'll let this one slide. All right, all right. <laughs> like, Thank I you. think it just came out of like the seventies. Like, kung fu movies were yeah. big, so they're like, oh, oh. let's do a kung fu. Yeah, because he's usually so they, paired with Iron yes, Fist. Yeah. yeah, him and Iron Fist are like best buddies. Yeah, which is so and, funny because like Iron Fist is like this rich, like out of all. Of them, he deserves. I don't understand why Iron Fist. Like, what do we? It, he's he's getting a show. Yeah, it, it needs, but it needs like it, it needs to it hurry sh- up. Yeah, it should have been. Gonna, like, really, I'm really excited for yeah. that one. Whenever that comes, nice. yeah, it's gonna yeah. Be, so they're gonna do a, a whole. Is it kind of be like Arrow and Flash type of thing where they start with Arrow <coughs> and then kind of better. Yeah, We had Mark Guggenheim here in the fall. <laughs> 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 um, <Garbage. laughs> so sorry. Uh, it just, uh, that just sounded like Batman. The Marvel plan for it for Netflix is is they're having like a their phase thing. So they're doing uh, like um. Uh, Luke Cage. Uh, what is Wait, the other one? They, we had Daredevil. They're doing Jessica Daredevil, Jones Jessica next. Jones and then Luke Cage. Uh, I believe Daredevil season two yeah. or Daredevil season two, and then Luke Cage, and then Iron Fist, and then the Defenders. Yeah, they're doing the Defenders. Who the will Defenders. Then, yeah. Who are the Defenders? It's all of those characters, but teaming up to fight. I don't know, Galactus or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. they're just gonna, they're they're just gonna throw Luke Cage. That'd be one of the worst lose. teams. <laughs> yeah, to face. They will be. Uh, well, it's rumored, not rumored. Arrow. Defenders are will be in uh, Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. Yeah, oh. that would be that would be That's super be cool. Like, yeah, so there, all these How guys are like old more will on Robert Downey Jr. be by <laughs> like sixty. <Yeah. laughs> he's gonna be, he's gonna be old. Gotta get. He already looked a little old. <laughs> there, so I mean, all of them. Just, yeah. All of them. What? We're, We're all getting. Dull. No, I mean, look, they still look good. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, he does yoga and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do like old man Tony. I'd be with it. Like silver, silver haired. They're just so going to be like, just do If they it. can de-age, oh, Hank, what's his name? Michael, Hank, oh, Michael Douglas. They, they also de-aged he... Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. Yeah. yeah. So, which was well, awesome. But yeah, but that's CG. What are we gonna CG what's Robert Downey Jr. What's we'll the thing CG in, uh, the wrinkles off. What's the thing? Did you ever, yeah, you they might do that like already. Good. We'd never know. Did you ever watch? Do you watch BoJack? Yeah. What's that? That thing? How they finished the movie? Yeah. The second season, they just scan him. Scan, the 3D body scan. Yeah, 3D body scan just for <laughs> everyone in these <laughs> movies. What did just, you say? He's like just that. in case. No, that's the other movie. <laughs> they could just like the crow it. Just the like crow. digitally, yeah. Do his yeah. face, yeah. But, uh, Just like had the crow running around with the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, always too down. soon. Rest yeah. in peace. Brand. They were they Love were about forever. to they were about to make another crow movie, and then the company that had that as one of their properties just went under. Oh. What about Blade? Are they going to do? Anything oh yeah, with Blade? they're talking about Blade. rumors of coming back. Oh my gosh, I hope so. Yeah. I actually just watched the movie last night. I haven't seen it in so long, it's but I remember so Deacon Frost. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That name is stuck with me forever. And I, I always think, like, what is it? That's I a good band name. I love, Deacon yes, Frost. It's so good. I love when he just, like, pushes his Blade's mother, too. Like, all the time, he's just like, okay. I don't know. No, my favorite part is when he shows up at the rave. Yes. Yeah. That first scene when he just shows up at the rave is the best. It's with the blood just like dripping. I went to go see that in theaters as a kid. Yeah, I remember <laughs> way too young to be seeing that. Yeah. I remember. No, and but, it's not like, too far from actual raves. Yeah. No, and that's, <laughs> yeah, when saying, I was well, a kid, I was like, I never want to go to raves. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was just like, no, that's gonna happen to me. Like, yeah, Blade's gonna show up and save your life. And just from yeah, vampires. and there was only one guy that <laughs> yeah, was like <laughs> not a vampire. And he's just like at his feet, like what the fuck? Yeah, is like uh, why? Why did nobody else bring anyone? Like <laughs> it was just that one guy that was like because they have the sprinklers. Whose whose turn is it to bring the one guy this week? <laughs> yeah. You all right? He's like the flyer was like BYOB, and it's like the the B stands for blood. It's <laughs> like it's not actually. This it's is a bloodbath. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have read the fine print. <laughs> yeah. Or it was it was in Russia, wasn't it? So whatever the equivalent of BYOB is. I don't over know, there. like Omega. Weird. Just, yeah, like bring, bring your own stuff. Vodka, vodka, yeah. vodka. <laughs> Ecstasy everywhere. All right, I think that's it for the news. Well, I I have one thing okay. that I just okay. want to okay. plug. I think that's it's it kind for of the news. news. <laughs> is a uh, I will be moderating a panel at Long Beach Comic Con next weekend. What you really? Yeah, what? that's why I the snuck fuck? up on it. Uh, yeah. Fuck? For the Devastator, because they're they'll Boom. be having their Funny Book Fest at Long Beach Comic Con next what? weekend, and so they asked me to moderate their. Um... Have they listened to the show though? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank burn. goodness they have not. Uh, You're downstairs, DJ. A panel on uh, are you gonna have this? Are you gonna have this with no, the soundboard? No, I should. When somebody asks, just, like an audience member asks a bad question, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Garbage. your garbage. Get it. And that Get audience it. member was Christian Bell. <laughs> oh man, if only. that's pretty bad. Tell, uh, tell us a little bit quickly about Devastator. Uh, Devastator. Oh man, the Devastator. Check them out on. Twitter and Instagram and Facebook because they are fantastic. Where they can they do... be found every couple of months? Zine melts. Well, they're, they're not always at Zine melt. So, because the, the, they, they travel. I, I just like, I was like, but, he tells quick about it. And he's like, they have social media. So do it yourself, <laughs> no, listeners. <laughs> Wait, what quick. is their they social media? Really not fucking Wikipedia. I don't have the exact. Uh, <gasps> it's okay. Insert here. Yeah. 
Insert it right here. You can follow them on Twitter at GetDevastated, on Instagram at Devastator Press, and on Facebook, The Devastator. The Devastator is the geek comedy book series featuring new works by 30-plus writers and artists from The Daily Show, The Onion, Adult Swim, Marvel, and more. In their latest issue, The Devastator Space Epic, they aim their massive photon torpedoes at Star Trek, Guardians of the Galaxy, Alien, and more. Featuring scientific nitpickery by guest fact-checker Neil deGrasse Tyson. And when you flip the book around, you'll find Star Wars, the really, really, really expanded universe. The guide to the darkest and weirdest, i.e. nerdiest, corners of the Star Wars universe. I'm going to go to Long Beach Comic Con just to watch you moderate this. Shut up. <laughs> I want to see this. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. He's done it like a 30. He's like, shut up before I give you the back of my head. Just hold up a boom box and be like, garbage. Yeah, that's just one, one boom box or one, one of those like. Play it quick. Play it yeah, quick. Go, go. Chuck, go ahead. What are we playing? What? Yeah, yeah. You're garbage. You're garbage. You're yeah. garbage. <laughs> so what time is your panel it. and what day it's i believe the saturday the 12th mm-hmm. at 1 p.m mm-hmm. and in, it'll be with sam spina Stu livingston and erwin ledford i want this to Everyone be like stalk a, aristotle yeah i want this to be like almost like a thing like like the room where like just you say certain <laughs> things and people throw garbage like yeah. at, uh no, when do when tommy was came to the university of iowa one of my friends asked like so like what honestly was like your intent in making this film and he's like uh, why don't you make like statue of liberty and be quiet <laughs> and we were like what, what? <laughs> we were like that makes no that sense is, dude. but that is the best answer for yeah. anything and then someone was like but honestly what was the point of that comment so it was just like a stretch of like we just want to know the point of anything you do or say <laughs> and he just wouldn't and every time he offered something we wanted to know what that meant that is called just the chain. allure of the mystery yeah <laughs> yeah you still want to know why don't you uh, make like statue of liberty and be quiet <laughs> <laughs> crazy tommy was so anyone listening you can now use that quote <laughs> just crazy <laughs> with all the following questions it was just like Statue of Liberty Statue of Liberty <laughs> Statue of Liberty no he was actually pretty frank about a lot of things I hold tap and weirdly I enough like, damn it fuck weirdly enough people didn't people didn't push to be like dude you suck or like anything uh, like that or do anything that's I've never, really not true I've it's, never seen anybody like go up to him and no no no, no. everyone's just like like what are I you? Don't understand. How how is it you made the most perfect <laughs> film to play for a drinking game, and you didn't even like go in with that intention? It's no. pretty nuts. Can we get that? Can we get some of that on the sideboard? What? Some the room? I've never seen it. Oh. What? Okay, it's just, so. I mean, good. I get enough. You disappointed, oh, Chuck. Okay, Did you hear I'm that? Sorry. sorry, I know. I want. Oh. Oh, can we get that on the sideboard? Chuck's, Chuck's disappointed. <laughs> <I'm> grown. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. It's yeah. like a sad dude. Like, I played oh, that for myself. Oh, God. <laughs> like sad. Droopy but dog. I think that's, you're garbage. Is that, is that it for the news? Or are you gonna yeah, like, that's it for the news. Are you going to be doing any like... Just do a news, do a news sign-off quick. It's the news. Sign it's been off. the news. It was. <laughs> it was the news. And that, now it's old. It was that's the, the, the news. Best of times. Now we'll it was be the heading over to the interview with Chuck right now. Wup, 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 wup. We're sitting here with Chuck Kerr, 
the organizer of Meltology. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, going pretty well so far. Yeah. Nailing this interview. I believe the first interview of our new reformatting. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's also our very first true. interview in a while. Okay. Just yes. before the formatting. But um, no pressure. But we have Chuck on today. Yeah, because, we do. Uh, it's going to be the one-year anniversary of Meltology. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, so being, like, kind of new to Meltdown and whatnot, I have no idea what Mel- Meltology is. Like, what is it? Uh, so basically it is a monthly comics jam, meaning every third Tuesday of the month, uh, artists get together here at the store here at Meltdown. And... Um, there's tables set up. Everybody draws a page of whatever they want. Uh, everybody tosses in three bucks for print costs. And then I collect all the art at the end of the, end of the night and uh, scan it all, put it all into a zine. And the next month, the next third Tuesday, you show up again. You get your copy of the zine. You get your art back. And then you make another zine. So, oh, cool. Yeah, it's a social thing. It's, it's um, you know, there's no skill level required. There's no theme can literally show up and draw whatever you want. If you're a pro, if you're a beginner, if you just like comics and like to meet people that like comics, um, you know, and the, you know, the best comic store in the world, that's yeah. like, you know, basically what it is. Come and um, bond basically over comics. Yeah. Comics. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely, it's a, it's like, um, unlike I think other drink and draws or social draw things, like you make an actual book, like you can hear it maybe. <laughs> There it is. Holding the That's a new sounding book. Crisp, yeah. crisp pages. You can, you can oh, yeah, hear no, the it's talent. The, only the crispest pages. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it, you know, you get an actual physical thing. And, you know, for maybe people that want to make comics, but the thought of doing like a 48-page comic on your own is daunting, but you can be one page of a 48-page comic and feel this as just as good. So this is all very bite-sized pieces of art and thoughts and yeah. and words basically yeah everybody's you know you can do just one page you can do a, a one page comic you can do a pinup illustration you can do a cartoon Is Aris- there... aristotle has done a couple of things for the zine i've i've done it twice now and i always want to do more but uh i i don't want to say i'm surprised but i love how social it actually is because then i'm i'm always very nervous to come to the table not being a very good artist but you sit there and you start working, and then you're just talking to everyone at your table. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even remember how we got into it, but we were all just uh, having a great time. When I uh, started reading comics in the different venues that I went to, I would say that zines weren't. I almost had to like have people like explain it to the most fundamental level. I was like, "What? Is, what do you mean zine? Are you just like?" Making magazine cool, like what? Like I had no idea what what <laughs> zine like, meant. We, we I call feel like a lot mags. of the times we still gotta like explain those yeah. to people. <laughs> like people yeah. still ask, like, what's a zine? And like I, getting like a yeah, core definition. And down so is, I didn't, like, really... I didn't know if it was West Coast or East Coast yeah. exclusive, and just mm-hmm. back home uh, on the plains, uh, <laughs> they just didn't do. You don't have that. zines in Iowa. No, uh, no. So they then, have... basically, what is a zine? Yeah. So I was, I was kind of curious i wanted to hear you chuck sort of define what uh a zine is and and no what, pressure just and, web straight up and uh, <laughs> your thoughts your on definition. that and, and what the culture is and and the people 
that you see that buy, the people that make? Uh, okay, well, I guess the main, I would say the main thing about zines, and I'm not, I, I feel so weird being like a zine spokesman right now. <laughs> but fine. Just do it. Um, is that they're, they're DIY. Okay. They're, they're artists created. They're not put out by a publisher. They're not put out by a company. It's usually like one person, a few people, a group of people. Um, and it can be... Basically, it's it's a printed booklet, and it can be any size, it can be any shape, it can be any paper stock, it could be any subject, it could be prose, it could be mixed up with art, mixed up with photography, mixed up with collage. It could literally be anything. It could, uh, which is why it's so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be an anthology, like what I do. It could be, um, uh, it could be. Uh, you know, one artist putting out like monthly zines, like a, like a serialized story. So it's really, really open-ended. Um, and we, the meltdown sells a bunch of really cool stuff. A lot of stuff by cool local artists. There's a, uh, is it called some space? I think. Oh, some space. Zine. Some yeah. space is a great example of a zine that has, and that's headed by Jake Robinson, who also, uh, is in the showroom. Yeah. Yep. And that's got like that's a good example of like a zine that has like prose, it has stories, like it has art, it has photography, you know, it has like right. a bunch of different stuff, and it's like a really cool. But again, it's that that sort of DIY ethos. It doesn't even have to be like when I say DIY, it's not even necessarily like punk rock or what. It could be anything. It's, yeah, it's, there's that's definitely what it's a uh, sort of punk feel to it though, and it yeah. seems like that that theme uh, plays out in all the books because. Um, I'm assuming the zines uh, were founded in the underground. I've been reading more and more about just sort of this underground comics culture, and it seems like this isn't necessarily an artifact of of that time when they were when comics were more underground before like a '90s explosion. But like, um, just the spirit of is is continued that this 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 punk the. Uh, not necessarily mainstream or or anything. It's just the the everyman um, yeah. and women that are that are making these zines, um, and they work really well when coupled with uh, some of our more punk books that we have that yeah, are like totally. leaning hardcore into that. They're right next to each other. We have a whole section dedicated towards the zines um, and local LA artists, and when we put them right next to. Uh, the punk themed books they do really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely that that sort of culture that's like um, not waiting for somebody else to put it out. It's like you're going to go to Kinko's, you're going to like photocopy fifty copies, and you're going to hand them out to your friends and like get them out on the streets. And yeah, people can just see what's what you're doing or what your friends are doing. It's it's very much like. Um, yeah, it's, that's if that's you know that's that's pretty punk. Yeah, yeah. we're we're really it punk. Is. So <laughs> it's cool. It's it's awesome to see how how cool word of mouth comes. Like how fast and all your friends actually bringing it, just talking about it. And oh yeah, when well, you started it up, uh, what was your what was your group size? Six, because I know including me. Okay, and oh, my. Are you in each of these? Uh, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, the first one had six people, including yeah. myself, and then um, it sort of grew. The last one had, like, I think over either right over 40 or close to 40 people drawing. Uh, That's kind of been your standard now, right? Like, yeah, we're roughly between 30 and 40 people every month. Like, I, know, I think so, since I saw you guys, like, started, it's, it's been, like, oh, now there's 20 people. Yeah. Now there's 20, now yeah. there's 30. 
Now that now we need eight tables. Kind of, yeah. I feel everyone. bad. I, like there's so no. many chairs that now need to be out in the store, and but you guys have been like so like Francisco and Gaston. Everybody, Adam's been like so great about giving us space to like, and you got every, and everybody that That's... it's you know it's been like a really awesome experience to be supported, and I think people like that because it's. I mean, we could do it anywhere, but it's like doing it here at Meltdown is like. It's also very the best visually place. interesting seeing like. All those people just all there, just concentrated on drawing or just having fun, like drawing amongst each other. And then you see like kids come in or just like anyone, and they're like, "What are they doing?" And like, "Oh, they're they're making all a book together." And like, "About what?" And it's like so many different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, whatever you think of. <laughs> yeah, medium soups, like yeah, anything. Soup. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like when I open up the book, um, I just get a glimpse of someone's like some thought that they. They are like, I should just discard that thought. And instead, they put it down, like, on paper. Like, there's this little random thing. like, And it, and it's so random that you're like, yeah, I've had that random thought, mm-hmm. too. And I, and, I, and I discard it. But this person decided to just throw it in there. It's just some little, like, insight into the mind. Because how bite-sized every little form of expression is. It's just a, it's, it's cool. It's like a little glimpse into, I've had that same thought. Yeah, it's it's fun because, like, I mean, some people will show up and they have, like, you know, a premeditated story that they've sketched out in beforehand or they've done thumbnails or they've, you know, they're, like, really into it and they're, you know, <laughs> which is totally allowed. I mean, yeah. you can you can do your pencils early and then ink it at the store. That's fine. <laughs> um, some people sit down and they have nothing for, like, an hour and then in the last hour they'll, like, knock something out <laughs> that they, they think is cool and it's all of it's good. What's one of the, the simplest... Uh, things that just stands out and and grabbed your attention and has held it now through the entirety of of Meltology. Can you think of a work that someone did that's like the most simple thing that's been included in Meltology and just resonates with you? Um, I mean, I guess I would say more than like one particular thing because we've done we've done twelve issues right. now. So well, thirteen counting the uh, well, no, we just did twelve. We're about to do 13 on September 15th at Meltdown Comics. But um, anyway, the, uh, you know, certain people's styles are like, okay, I'll say why I actually do have something. So uh, there's an uh, artist named Dave Baker who's been coming for the last few months. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's super cool. And um, uh, he does a comic called Action Hospital that's a web comic. But I think he came in one month and did a pinup of a band called Bob Kane Ascot. <laughs> and it was kind of a just a pinup of a ba- like a hip hop band called uh, with cyborg you know enhancements yeah. Bobby yeah. Ascot and it would that was like cool and then the next I think the next month it was like backstage with Bob like he started doing like this like sort of picking up you know there's one comic where they're fighting with their manager about like <laughs> where the, the direction of the band is going to go and it's just like these weird little random snippets of this career of this imaginary band that started as kind of a one-off like just pin-up drawing like yeah. for fun and it's kind of like a little bit of a story now which every month i'm like oh i wonder what bob kane ascot's gonna do <laughs> stuff, like, it's kind of fun i wonder if they worked it out with the manager like, <laughs> so it's it's kind of neat because i mean there's Aww. people that do that and it, i think it just started as kind of a kind of a you know a kind of a little joke like a throwaway kind of right. thing but then you know people get creative with stuff and they you know, uh, there's another guy named David Galindo, I want to say, and he does a 
a comic about a character called Ink that's like kind of a ninja character that looks like a blob of ink and he's fighting his way through a dojo on every single page every month. So, you know, he's just, you know, working his way up that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the dojo. I want to I want to know, you know, like and so there's stuff like that. But then there's other times, you know, people just do really cool, random one off illustrations and, you know, that are that are really unique and, and especially when you go through the whole books, you know, you can kind of, yeah, it's like getting a glimpse of somebody's, you know, creativity, which is really fun. Cause I mean, you know, whether you're like a pro or you're a beginner, like everybody's got something they can put down. That's like interesting. I think, uh, since this is very much centered around, you make it very, um, easy and accessible, obviously, since, uh, you started out with six and it's now grown to a lot. Um, being that you started out from such a small place with it, uh, what was sort of your aim uh, when you first started it? What was it? What was it you were maybe trying to foster? What has it grown into now, and where would you like to see it go? Um, well, the short answer is I was trying to make some friends. Really, to be honest, <laughs> like, like, cue the, where's the violin on the the uh, oh, no. oh, the soundboard? The, the soundboard, like the just like the lonely it, violins. That would be a no, perfect. You, uh, you garbage. That's you just where. Oh, no. That's where it comes in. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, uh, you garbage. Aristotle doesn't pull punches. There's have no violin. It's just your garbage. Heard uh, Aristotle's reason for starting uh, Zine Melt. Zine Melt. There's a lot of reasons, but I mean the you know, main one. The, not my my main one that I always say. Which which is always weird is that like I wanted more zines. Yeah. And it no, was, that's kind like, of, yeah. he brought them to himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like the long, the long answer is I used to live in Seattle. Okay. okay. Seattle has a really, really strong underground comic scene. Fan really? graphics is up there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like alt comics and like just really cool stuff happening there. And you know, everybody's like really tight and they actually do. I have to give credit where credit is due here in Seattle at a place called Cafe Racer in the University District, they do Dune Comics Jam. It's basically what I do here. Oh. I do not, this is not, this is like now we're 30 minutes in and it's like, this is not my idea. Like, <laughs> you should really be talking to somebody else. So this turned into an expose. Is yeah, you it's like, you know, coming up next. Gotcha. Um, You're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie has the soundboard this week, so. Yeah. I'm no, get up on that, You're get already up on that failing, Eddie. His phone's yeah, locked. Yeah, Fuck, dude. Yeah, unlock that <laughs> phone, dude. Your phone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. Well, so, so yeah, so it, it um, do they do it drunk? Because I've heard of so many like drink and draws. Uh, you could be, I guess you drunk could as... be drunk. I mean, they did it at Cafe <laughs> I'm Racer. I'm just like getting really ahead of myself. <laughs> Can uh, we get drunk here and draw is what you're, we're asking. Uh, <laughs> as long as you keep please. your pants on. It's above my pay grade, maybe. Um, <laughs> but uh, so just to go back to the Seattle thing, yeah. I really do want to give them uh, all the credit in the world. Um, there's a dude named Max Klotfelter. Um, he's an, uh, an, a cartoonist artist up there who does ind- uh, indie comics and very involved in the scene. And there was another guy, James Stanton, who's he's a great artist. He does a comic called Nartoons, like mm-hmm. cartoons, but like gnarly. So it's <laughs> yes. but anyway, they're very cool. And um, these guys are all online and stuff. And anyway, and he invited me I randomly at a one. I think I was at the Fanographic store and he invited me to the, to Dune. And everybody sits around and they draw. They have like 70 people show up. Oh, and really? the, the zines are like huge phone books of comics uh, and original art. I feel like we can take them. Yeah, yeah maybe. So, yeah. you know, they've, they're doing, I think they we just did like issue 35 or something. Like they've oh, been doing wow. it for a while, every month. And they do it every third Tuesday. And 
I was going for a few months and then I ended up moving here mm. and I was like, that was such a cool thing. Cause you know, I, and I have these like copies of Dune and that I will just have forever. Like that they're, they're really cool, uh, things to, to contribute to. And I was looking around if anything like that existed in LA and then I came into Meltdown because it's, you know, the best. And then I think I asked you, actually. I was going to say. I, I'm pretty sure you were the guy that was like, oh, maybe you could This do is that weird. Here. I'm falling back into time right now because I was like, yeah, here's the, all the appropriate channels. That's that's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah. Because I, I walked in and I was like, you know, man, that would this. I have this idea. And do you think they'd be into it? And you were like, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I always. Um, it's oh. funny because there's a lot of people who come in here. They're like. Do you guys do games, uh, game nights here? Do you do this? Do you do that? And I think the thing that we found is we're always looking for the community, just the community that's consistent. That's always because yeah. we'll the always lovely thing about this place is that yeah. like it's like we don't and we don't have the time to sometimes. But if you want to, we are <laughs> no. totally up to. Yeah, like... we 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 open up our space to a lot of people. Yeah. The um, Dungeons and Dragons Pathfinder people that come in here all the time, mm -hmm. they are the most consistent fans. Oh, that yeah. They're also the people that attend our shows. They're, they're here Sunday mornings, and they, um, they are so self-sufficient, we don't have to do anything. It's yeah. just like... Um, It'd be a surprise if they didn't show up. Yeah, we yeah, would. So we would need to check in I think and there call was them. One like, Sunday, they were like, they the, went to San a, Diego yeah. to see the Meltdown show. And we we're like, what's going on? And <laughs> so there's a raid of orcs. so like it was a Comic Con <laughs> like, weekend or something. Yeah. So <laughs> I can I can remember actually talking to you about it yep. and going like, I hope he does something with this because I'll never just be like. I'll never jump the gun and be like, they're not going to do this. I'll, I always hope, and I just feel sometimes like not enough people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll rally the troops and like, and do that. Um, and so it's nice when somebody like actually like takes off. So, so now the numbers have grown, and, and was there... Was there like a growing period or was it just uh, every month pretty laissez-faire? Like, well, I mean, I didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, the first one, had we had like, you know, six people. Uh, and then the next one had like nine people. And then yeah. the next one had like 12 people. You know, it just kind of yeah. not like prime. Like it didn't actually exponentially grow or by like multiples of three or something. But it was... It ended up, you know, just I think issue seven had like forty people. It was like, really funny seeing like that from weird. like an outsider perspective, like walking by because I like walk by you guys sometimes when I'm mm. like in the store and I'll look over and be like, oh, they're doing their comic thing, and then like the next month, oh, there's they they've got a whole table now, and then all of a sudden it was like, where did they all come from? Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? It's an yeah. event. Yeah, I can remember when it it you sort of that day with I think the forty people was like the, the first time you had had that, and everyone was like. Do we have enough chairs? Yeah, we had Where people the on the floor. Where, yeah. uh, I was. Where I don't even think them? I bear. I think I barely drew that night because I was like <laughs> trying to like. And we've put you outside, right? Um, no, not no, nope, not never really. outside. We've had some people like in the front okay. before the what is it? Mind webs. Okay, that oh, yeah, was yeah. up there. Mm -hmm. So we used to have like two squads. It's better to have everybody kind of together. Yeah, but we. I think we have it down now. Like uh, now That's that cool. now that we've kind of have, you know, a lot of. Um, now that it's a little more consistent numbers wise, right? I also which really, is cool. really liked like the diversity of it all because then you look over at other people's stuff and it's like, oh man, that guy is drawing like a beautiful thing of 
trees in nature and then that guy's drawing something about poop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a really fun one one issue has a James Bond orgy that's really cool and that's next to like a is, please tell me it's all the James Bonds just fucking each other. It is that. <laughs> oh, it's in here. It's in one of these. No, I just help no I mean with, with is, it the one, is it the one right in front of me? Feverishly it? It flipping. Is. Uh, wow! It. Yeah, it's called James Bonding. Very gay. <laughs> very yes. so close. Very gay. Yeah. Uh, now within that is, I'm feel like there's no level of censorship with what with what you put uh, out. Or is there ever like mm, where you're like no? It's open ended. I mean, it's it's do whatever you want. Yeah. I think if you did something, and I don't think this would actually yeah. happen because everybody's so cool. Yeah. But if somebody did something that was like pure hate speech, <laughs> I would probably be like, I don't think that's cool to do. Um, that's, I mean, it's not really like, yeah. a especially thing for when you, kids you yeah. just either. watch the, uh, hate speech, like form the entirety of that session. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> just like watching it starts out and it's like, no, I promise I'm getting to the punchline <laughs> and they just never do. Yeah. It's just Punch like, uh, it just looks like you're JK kind of <laughs> being an asshole. No, yeah, I swear. I think if I, you yeah. did something really like, I don't know. I mean, I, that, like, I feel like now that I've said it, somebody's going to be like, oh yeah, I'll show you that. Like, <laughs> I'll come in with something really like subversively put it in there. Yeah, I, I would be like, huh, I don't know, you know, maybe like, you know, You're garbage. <laughs> sorry, no, go. That was sorry. amazing. But you know the, but everybody's super. Like every again, everybody's been like so cool and friendly. And That's awesome. I've made a bunch of friends that way personally. Which is like, you know, I tricked you all. It's just um, <laughs> You're my friends now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ride or die. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm moving next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope not. That was just when I, I was in Seattle. I was just about like, oh, man, Seattle's great. I'm kind of into the scene now. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm moving to L.A. now. So that's oh. cool. <laughs> what did you, why did you come down here? Oh, um, yeah, I came down uh, for a job. So... That's I moved here to to work um, in magazines, which is what I do during the day. Nice. You, you're uh, you were telling me downstairs you're a photo organizer, right? Yeah, oh, I'm an art director, yeah, art director at um, at Variety. The, I mean, it sounds the, so like simple. You organize photos. We have a photo organizer. She God. does a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> she does a good job. Um, but yeah, no, the uh, so yeah, I do. I design magazines, and that's kind of um, what I've been doing for a while, and. Um, but I also love comics and stuff like that. So nice. I really like all the covers on these. Are Thanks. these also done by like the people that come to and yeah. you just like decide which one is going to be on the cover? Oh, that's a really good question. The The cover is um, just whoever calls it first gets the cover <laughs> and, and all you have just just you first have to show up yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, as long as it has the words meltology and then whatever the number issue is, it's fine. I love oh, that it nice. includes um, our mascot Mel. Too. A lot of them do. Yeah. Some of them don't. It, it's kind of like um, it's you, people can do whatever they want. That one I think is Morrissey kissing somebody. I it can't tell. Kind of looks like that's by Kay. Um, that is her name. Kay, Jean's yeah. friend. Yeah. Who who do we think it is? I have no Morrissey idea. Morrissey kissing. It might be Robert Smith or something. I it can't might be because the top Robert of it Smith? says "Why can't I be you?" Oh, maybe that's. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that she and that was so a, much more now. Yeah, <laughs> that was an intro. You know, the person that was going to do the cover that month didn't show up, and yeah. it was like, "Hey, that looks like a cover." So <laughs> that looks like a cover. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it is pretty open ended. But people have like you know started to figure out like the oh, and this, this is important. The way to contact me is we have an Instagram, uh, which is I guess the primary thing. It's melt underscore thology, 
and uh, there's a Facebook that's Meltology, and there's a Twitter that I don't really use, but it's there, Melt underscore Thology. But that's a way if anybody wants to contribute or has questions or whatever, they can – or say, I want to do the cover. You just can't call it like six months in advance <laughs> or walk in with a done cover. That's the other thing. The only other rule is like you can't show up with completed art okay. and then turn it in and then leave. Like mm. you kind of have to draw here. Okay, so so the yeah. cover is a part of the jam. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it ideally everything's supposed to be made in the store at one time. Um, but you know, you again, you could do like pencils. You can start it and finish it. There's a guy that's been coming, Frank Sonia Dor, I think is how you say his name, and uh, he like lays out with like digital lettering his mm-hmm. panel like with panels and digital lettering and then he draws all the things around it so oh, wow. his page is like expertly lettered because he does the lettering ahead of time i think it's in it should be in that issue this number one? 11 is yeah. it this first one uh no but his lettering is just really good like he's uh, that's um yeah, that's... i want to say danny jimenez his his lettering's awesome it's super good yeah so i mean it's we have a lot of really cool people show up and everybody does a different technique and different style or whatever and some people do do you see that there's a uh as far as like the diversity is concerned uh, like a also like a bunch of different people from all ages like they come in and, and do the book uh yeah ages is i mean i think it's not really like for kids you yeah. know i mean unless you're like I don't know, a real like cool a really kid. cool kid. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want anybody to be like, there's a James Bond orgy <laughs> next to my kid's drawing of his cat. Why? It's like, well, it's, why not? But, 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 you know, the As uh, art director. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, and, but, it, you know, so it, right, it's like, I liked the way they worked. Innocence together. lost. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> This pussy galore. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Okay, sorry. It didn't look like pussy Make galore when I flipped to the yeah. page. It just looked like, looked like dick on dick on dick. That's true. Just a sausage fest. And then it, and then it did the, the, the Little in joke. Um, uh, one of us here at this table might be downstairs DJ. Okay. Um, we're not going to say... Or allude to the, anyone? The per, probably with the person. Well, I was gonna say with the biggest smile, but you're both kind of smiling a lot right oh. now. Oh, so never mind. <laughs> okay. We'll neither Skip confirm that. nor deny yeah. who's smiling on it that. It could be a but, he or she. But yeah, downstairs DJ is um, available it's a, it's a for character for... on our show. Okay. <laughs> he or she uh, <laughs> is very versed in the art of DJing in yeah. the okay. downstairs well, area. Oh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I think. I think. Why do they let us have a show? I think. I think we said that he was available for quinceaneros, (laughs) (laughs) and um, it only dawned on me uh, just now that that's. I get the joke now. (laughs) A full week later of why it's terrible. Yep. Uh, Yep. Yeah. And he's a despicable person. Um, so with anyways, the growth of uh, mythology, <laughs> yeah. has it become more work for you now to put it together? And then is there a certain way you go about organizing which pages go on which page? Um, it's not a lot of work. It's it's fun, you know. Yeah. I mean, as, I think if the book gets, like, crazy big, then, which would be very cool. I don't know. Maybe it we figure something out or like perfect bound little books. I don't know. I mean, it really started out being so like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. And it's become 
pretty consistently, you know, solid every month, which is like really nice. Do you keep everyone's original work? No, they get it back. So, um, sounds like we can just buy in one big one year edition. Yeah. Maybe. God, big old (laughs) one year hardcover zine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, when it started, it was kind of like, I don't know, we're going to try this. And it's been, you know, the. The people that come out are like really creative and like the, some you know some really great artists and really unique points of view and and it's like well you know maybe there could be like a an, an anthology of the anthology <laughs> that's like an actual book that gets printed and you know maybe it's like so for something comics, like comics I like that of um of sort of uh, where you would like to maybe see Melthology go in the future are 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 you is there an integral part that you need in in terms of it of it growing are you just staying open to what it could be and not living so much in like a a future or um mostly it's just like it's fun to do every month yeah and then you know we i didn't know a year would go by and (laughs) i like i really didn't know if anybody was gonna take to it at all and it seems to be doing well so you know we're gonna have a a, you know on the 15th it's like a one year right well, anniversary. I've heard there's a rumor of cake. Nice. There, might, there might be a cake. Someone bring cake. It's BYOB. There might be a DJ there. Ooh, what? downstairs DJ. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's a deep silence. No, no. I'll cut a little bit there. Stop. Soundbite. Soundbite. Like, hey. No. Okay. Oh, is that happening? Uh, it's a little. Oh, oh, what an epic fail. There it is. He/she is pretty exclusive. You can edit that. But I yeah. but as far as like I don't know as far as like publishing bigger things I I don't know I mean anything's possible like I, you know it's yeah anything's possible okay. that could that could be cool I have an I have an I don't want to talk about it too much but I do have an idea well it's Seattle's idea but I would like to implement it Fuck down Seattle, here we're here well. now <laughs> well they, they have a lot of great ideas i mean there's there's What's that steve jobs thing if, a, if an idea is good enough it's worth stealing yeah kind of yeah yeah i mean i don't know how steve if steve jobs how he felt about comics but yeah i mean it's there's a lot of there's a lot of talent down here there's a lot of like amazing artists and animators and illustrators and like you know uh and i only know like a tiny tiny sliver of it just the people that show up here at meltdown and draw with with us so um it's kind of yeah again it's such an open thing like if you how does it seem that everyone like hears about this like that you grew from like six to, um, to 40? Is, it, is it mostly word of mouth social media yeah like i mean I, we've i've had a, a meltology account since we started and on instagram and every every day or so i'll post a little sneak preview of the next issue yeah, yeah, yeah. and tag people in it and then Meltdown has, you know, a lot of social media following, so they'll occasionally post something about it, and it kind of, like, you know, goes from there. Um, so, yeah, it's, and it's, it's you know, some people show up once, and then they never show up again, which is fine. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. so great. <laughs> and then, uh, he's sneaky with those. So, he's so good at that soundboard. It's ridiculous. That's you. I'm not... <laughs> Sorry, I don't want that kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of pressure. <laughs> the, uh, but the I will hold on to I, I am holding on to books that like people contributed to them, and <laughs> they just have to show up and pick their books up. At a certain point, I'm gonna going to give them to orphans or like feed <laughs> What's books. What's James to lines. Bondage? Yeah, exactly. 
You can also um, buy them here at the store. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they we we print up a few extra copies of of each zine. Like if you contribute, you get one. Like you just have to show up next month, and you get your copy because it literally has like everyone's work in it, including yours. You get your art back, and then you know they have them here at the store as well. Um, and they also will have them at Zine Melt, yeah, yeah. which is a really cool event. Which uh, are you going to have a meltology table? Yeah, yes. It, if you want, I, yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I I'm always up to it. Yeah, you yeah. Do it, it seems like you guys are asking each other on like the most <laughs> awkward date. <laughs> no. Do you want to? If you want yeah. to, I love yes. it. It's nice. It's a nice moment. Yeah, no, I think it'd be cool. It's a, it's like there's, there's so many. Like again, it's like you know, you go to a zine melt and you see everybody's art, and it's like, whoa, there's some really cool stuff here, and it's like all unique and. Like, you know, and again, the cool thing about zines is like it's all DIY, independent publishing that's like, you know. Well, it's really nice with these because it, it, flipping through them, it almost seems like it's art for art's sake. Like yeah. just, just to get your idea, just to express something, like whatever yeah. or how big or small that might be. Yeah, it's it's very much like, you know, um, you can do whatever and you can meet other people that like comics and like drawing and, you know, want to hang out in a comic store for a few hours. And uh, so, yeah, that that's kind of – and, yeah, art for art's sake, that's yeah. a really good way to put it, actually, because it's, it's not like these are not – you know, we sell a few at the store here, but it's not like, you know, they're – it's not meant to be like we're you know, uh, you're not like going million to million dollar enterprise right yeah. you're not going to like Universal Studios and be like Bob can't ask us this is an intellectual property for the kids you straight out of Compton well now Bob can't ask us that's the new the kids want not, that not know. happy till I see someone I mean with if Bob you do yeah. shirt. if right. you do collect them they uh, into one uh, Bob can't ask us uh, we could very well put it on the Mike Lee open IP wall that we also oh, yeah. have here in the store so. If any of them do take off in terms of continuity and substance, we have an open wall for, See, for IP to you go. you got to go come get all of them. That way, when they become a movie, then you have these like, like $1,000 zines. Worth of, mm-hmm. yeah. You yeah. call it Started the bound one, the Melthology. The Melthology. The Melthology. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's anything. Anything is possible. It's very, very cool. I am super grateful to the store. And, you know, Francisco Gaston, everybody here that like Jim Higgins, I should say, oh, yeah, Jim, Jim for sure. He, he, Jim does Meltology, uh, Meltdown That's University true. and teaches all the courses, like how to make your comics better. So like really, like if you were serious about comics, you could like shop here, go to Meltdown University, make your comics like awesome, come to Meltology and then you know, sell them at put Zine those Melt into Melt practice, and then sell them at Zine Melt, <laughs> and then give us your firstborn, and then like just like keep you know in that order, yeah, and then like you know you just become one of us, yeah, or whatever. one of us, yeah. Oh. You're not a cancer. <laughs> you're That's not. You're, you're cool. not a. You're not a cancer, are you? No. Okay. No. I'm a Pisces. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. That, that's okay. That's Pisces. Right. That's the closing question. That's Our, what is your sign? Well, no, I, it wasn't as creepy in my mind uh, to just lead in with that. Uh, la- yeah, thank you, Batman. Uh, last week I discovered just it was oh, like dropped on me that all three of them are cancers. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we just like. What are you? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. So it was just kind of like da 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 da, and then like. 
I'm looking at all three of them, and they just go, we're cancers. <laughs> and so it felt very, it the felt crap. like I had my back against yeah. a wall. You kind of do. Yeah. Right I do. Yeah. The, the Nerdist banner is behind me. Yeah. Nerdist so. has your back, though. Yeah, I know. And so I've got three cancers looking at me and the, the Illuminati eye behind me. Yeah. Things get serious <laughs> when I bring the Illuminati into it. Um, like, we decided not to talk about that. Come on. Question for Chuck. Yep. Um, what was the first comic book you ever read? Oh, good question. Yeah. Um, I can say the first comic that I had was Wolverine number 51. Okay. Not number 50, which would have been cool. <laughs> number 51. It was part one of a comic series called The Crunch Conundrum. I read okay. this a lot. It was not great, but it had... Um, it was, it was, I was probably like eight okay. and it was the nineties. So it was cool. It wasn't it's Jim Lee, time. but it was one of those Jim Lee kind of guys. Yeah. And in the comic Wolverine goes to, it's like a downtime for the X-Men. Wolverine goes to a bar. <laughs> Jubilee tails him to that bar cause she was kicking around. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> She's always just following him around for no reason. Wolverine goes to a bar. He picks up a woman there. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, Jubilee Ooh. trails them to their CD motel. Oh god. It's Yeah. That was that was one of the B-side tracks of the, his early career. <laughs> CD, CD the B-side. <laughs> um anyway, long story short, Wolverine has slept with Mystique, which is like he's got a weird line that I'll probably never forget forever and I, this is uh what does he say? Like she shapeshifts into Jean Grey for him, and he's like, "That's not funny." And I think she he says something along the lines of like, "I knew it was you because I smelled you," which is like <laughs> hilarious if you you know think about the, impl- the implication. Smelling, oh, the, that's it. That's yep. the one. Garbage. <laughs> and uh, it's very strange. Anyway, and the last page features an appearance by Spiral. The six-armed assassin oh. for that's just worthless. <laughs> the <so>. artist <laughs> is uh, Andy Kubert. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. I wonder how many times Mystique's done that little trick on on Wolverine. on Wolverine because they, they, his never, they, they, they do that in the movie. Like it, they do that in the movie. It happens to him, and then I feel like part of him just like Ugh, whatever again. <laughs> he just pretends yeah. to forget yeah. and be like. All right, this is going to be cool, but I'll just pretend. I remember that time in issue one fifty one. We're right. It's essentially him being like, "All right, th- that's like almost a bag in a way, a bag yeah. over the head," which is a crude way of saying it. But with the way you've just illustrated it, that's the only way that I can literalize it for us. Yeah. It just yeah. turns a blind eye. Yeah, so it's blind it's, a, it's a real classic. I started with a classic. Um, yeah, Wolverine fifty one, Crunch Conundrum. <laughs> Made no sense to me at the time, and kind of. But as a kid, you were you were super stoked. As a kid, I was just like, "It's Wolverine. Wolverine's cool." Yeah, yeah. Can you unpack just briefly, crunch conundrum? What 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 turned out to be the crunch or the conundrum? (laughs) It was it was just the first. Uh, issue of that series so whatever like happened marketing tool for yeah captain crunch, captain crunch on yeah. the back of the box yeah, yeah i think it was crunch like... conundrum can you solve the crossword <laughs> <laughs> it 
Our it's just crunch two, crossword. Two more issues of Wolverine, just like doing crosswords. It's like every everything's like bub and like you know. <laughs> it's like it's just like he can't. He just like yeah, he just can't do it. It's He's, all just Canadian things. Just yeah, them all cut up, cut up. <laughs> this sport is played on ice with stuff. Hockey. <laughs> 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 curling, curling. I, know. <laughs> I still to this day uh, am trying to figure out curling exactly and how because a lot of people are like oh it takes a lot of skill and I'm like you're pushing the why? thing it takes a lot of skill it's like ice shuffleboard yeah. kind of but the pucks are like really heavy yeah and there's brooms yeah, yeah. I don't know is it's it like a broom I just. Or is it a stick? It's, it's a, broom. a broom. You you it's broom so, the ice. Yeah, there's two people in the front. Yeah, and they like, uh, like clean the ice. Clean the ice to like <laughs> what? Not to I guess keep keep it sliding. A, a reduction of friction from from slowing slowing down the the puck that the guy like yeah. so eloquently throws. <laughs> oh, okay. It's it's very strange. I feel like Canada's like there was dudes in Canada and (laughs) they were like super bored and they were like, we've got to do something. And they're like, well, there's this like rock thing here and like that's a broom. Like, let's (laughs) I always feel like these things start invent a game. Like, 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 let's just have some fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, were they bored or were they drunk? <laughs> or were yeah. they no, bored no, drunk? Trust me, it's really like, wanna, fun. Or were they drunk? I want to go back in time to like when they first started beer pong. And like these people are like, all right, we're going to put these cups, right? Right? It's just going to be this one time. It's fine. <laughs> you know, there was the one guy that was just like, just drink them. Yeah, you drink. don't have to do it. Just, hey, look, look. It's Trevor, like this easy. is why we don't invite you to anything. Right. <laughs> this is why your girlfriend left you. You're garbage. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck, yeah, it was very great having you on here. Hey, thank you for very much for having me. Yeah, where can people find you on the internet? Um, well, you can find Meltology on Instagram, Melt underscore Thology, Twitter's Melt underscore Thology, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Meltology with no underscore because I oh, yeah, no, backslash. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and um, you know, Melt Comics has the Meltdown sites have all that stuff and. I'm on Twitter at Chuck Kerr and Instagram at Chuck Kerr, but you know. What is your uh, when? What's the next day of the? Uh... Oh, uh, the next issue, the next Comics Jam, the one year anniversary is September fifteenth, seven o'clock here at Meltdown Comics, and we'll be drawing issue number thirteen. And you don't have to sign up; you can just come in. Just show up. Nice. Yeah, just show up and you know draw whatever you want. Three dollars for print costs and um, cash only. We don't got square here. Yeah, no square. So you know, put all your devices away. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. It's open ended. You know, you can come hang out. You can draw if you feel like it. If you don't, whatever. It's gonna um, be real awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, and it's it's gonna be a little bit special because it's the one year anniversary. So it's gonna be cake and stuff. Suppose I hear there's gonna be some cake. Uh, I so hear said, that it's those are the rumblings. There's rumblings. <laughs> there's cake stom- rumblings. Stomach growlings yeah. that it'll be there will be cake. Ice cream um, cake. Take your witchcraft elsewhere. Yeah. Flying too close to the sun. I just sun. got really excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> Stay in that mentality. Uh, ice cream garbage. Cake. Oh, there you go. Garbage uh, cake. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll up. still eat it. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, like a raccoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
Awesome. So thank you again for coming on the show with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, this has been Meltcast 3.0. I am Derek. I'm Jeanette. Uh, Eddie. Aristotle. And I'm Chuck. Woo. We'll be on here forever now. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. We love you. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day.